can't believe it's finally time. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Nolan in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every Christopher Nolan directed movie. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Greg, you're making me hungry. Was that a moon pie? <laughs> what do you I got mean, over chocolate cake. A chocolate cake for breakfast? Wow. Good for you, my no, friend. I had an apple already. Did you freeze it? <laughs> so, so it's breakfast dessert. <laughs> Hey man, I need that energy. We have the most energetic, naughty man in the world, Greg Miller. Hello, children. <laughs> oh God. God damn! We have the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. It's finally here. I can't believe it. I cannot believe we're doing this in the year 2020 of our Lord. And we have the big dog, Kevin Coelho. What's up? Nick's here too. He introduced me first. Uh, and then I was the first one, Andy. I threw it, Greg. It's good. It's, you know why I was, Greg, is because that chocolate sounded so moist. It took everyone. Here's the thing about it. And you, it. If I'm lying, you I'm had lying. you started talking, and it was like, like it, it was like, like it was like water was pouring hard. out of my mouth. You know you what I mean? Open your mouth. You can see the tendrils. So moist. Oh, God, the thing about it. this cake, ladies and gentlemen, is a Jean Vier Saint Ange. The love of my life, Miller. Uh, uh, creation. And there's no eggs, no flour. It's avocado and sugar cake. and chocolate. It's so and it's it so sucks. fucking moist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't like moist, so I want everyone to think about my moist mouth right up next to your ear right now. Tenant, and I'll say it backwards. Tenant. <laughs> it's a palindrome. Palindrome. Right, wow. You can watch this show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. If you want to listen do it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to be uh and speaking of ads we're brought to you by manscape but i will get to that later because i can't wait to talk about the first major blockbuster we've been able to watch in the year 2020 since sonic the hedgehog and onward for first of many we got a lot more coming by the end of what I mean, I guess that's the thing. Yeah, we do have we do have Wonder Woman coming up as well. Uh, but this is it. This is Tenet. Been waiting for this for a very long time. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Music, Andy. Do you know who did the music? No. It was not Hans Zimmer. It was Hans sick. Zimmer was committed to Dune. So we oh. couldn't do this. Oh, that's good. So the great. sick fucking nasty music in this was done by Ludwig Gorenson, who you oh. might know. As the Mandalorian, runner. the Mandalorian oh, motherfucker, uh, which oh. is like the coolest thing ever. Uh, he also is Childish Gambino's producer, which is awesome. Did he? Did he write the? Who wrote the title song for it? The song that actually came out. That's like that really Greg, cool. Greg Miller. It is your DJ job. DJ Junkie XL. No, oh. you know him. You know him well. Mers, Mega Ram, no, even better. Weezer, even, you, you Taylor Swift. Him. He's the the man of the year 2020. Oh, Cactus Jack. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Travis Scott himself did the plan uh, that was once again produced by Ludwig Gorenson, which is just it's rad. So shit. good. It's a rad song. The yes. soundtrack in this movie is on point. It's so cool. Released to talk about release date. It was delayed three times because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Tenet was released in the United Kingdom on August 26, 2020, and in the United States on September 3rd, 2020 in IMAX 35 millimeter and 70 millimeter. Then December 15th, it came out on home video and streaming services. It was the first Hollywood tentpole to open in theaters after the pandemic shutdown and has grossed $361 million against a $200 million budget, losing 
Warner Brothers Pictures, a projected $100 million. But still making it the fourth highest grossing film in 2020. <laughs> That's so sad. But so what's sad. interesting there, can you guys guess what is above it? What three are above it? Bad Boys for Life. Bad Isn't Boys it? for Life is coming in. Number, number one? three. Oh, number whoa, three? Whoa. Number one and two are Chinese <laughs> movies. Okay. That makes the sense. The 800 and My People, My Homeland, which <laughs> both made – Around four hundred and fifty million dollars. Nick Sarpino from Kind of Funny. Where does the New Mutants rank on that list? Did, where, where did that come in? <laughs> the New Mutants. Uh, I'm only seeing the top ten here, but it did not make New it. Mutants, number ten. Number d- number ten. We have another sacri- uh, another Chinese movie called Sacrifice. Uh, Birds of Prey coming in at number nine. Uh, another oh, Chinese right. movie at eight. Doolittle at seven. Whoa. Another Do Chinese movie at Whoa. six. The movie that the movie that Robert Downey Jr. quit the MCU to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> do little, <laughs> and then Sonic the Hedgehog at number five. <laughs> You'll love this what scene. a weird year for movies, man! What a I, weird I, year. I, I really, I'm, I'm. This is not sequitur, but I'm so curious to see how Wonder Woman does. I, I like just because if if they have like what one week or two weeks to uh, one week basically to like get those numbers in for 2020, it's going to be interesting. No, no way it does well at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter hbo max is here to save the world it's not a cut next year everybody subscribe right now sure uh anyways that's that's what we got a runtime of two hours and 30 minutes for this andy i want to start with you what did you think about christopher nolan's tenant i um will likely have this lower on the list i think it's nolan just so far up his ass with these concepts and getting really deep with the writing and stuff and it's like at, at, towards the end, it be, starts to become a little bit too much. I thought at points, John David Washington's acting, some of his line delivery was a little flatter than I would have preferred. And then in some of it, it's really, really good. So it was kind of inconsistent there for me. I I guess I want to, obviously, I think the, the closest comparison we can make is to Inception, where Inception mm-hmm. is this crazy grand concept and by the end of it, and a lot of these crazy scenes are supplemented by these awesome visuals. But in here, these this weird concept with these crazy action scenes are supplemented by backwards explosions. And it's just not as visually stimulating as like with Inception and the the rotating hallway yeah, and the kaleidoscope stuff that they did. Yeah, yeah. and the, uh, the the staircase kind of like never ending thing that kind of where Joseph Gordon Levitt's like holding him over the edge. Um, I I liked it, and it still has those really cool, oh, shit, that's kind of clever. Like, all right, fuck yeah, I can see where this is going. Really good job. But then a lot of it, it's like, all right, this is this reminds me so much of Inception and all the things that we didn't love about Inception of like, wait, what? Do you know what this is? Of course I do. It's the blah, 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 the blah, 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 because I'm explaining it to the, to the crowd right now watching, mm-hmm. you know? It's just a lot of that stuff. Um, I still enjoyed it, but I think it's one of uh, Nolan's weaker movies. I think he needs to be reined back a bit, you know. Like, yeah. Let's let's rein it in, Nolan. You know what I mean. But I will say that when it comes to him and Kojima, very similar to me, where I'm still down for y'all to be weird, kind of like you know, if you're gonna if you give him the rope, just go. If, yeah. If you want to be weird, I'm along for the ride, but also tone it tone it down a bit. <laughs> Bring it back, Ke- Kevin. What do you think? Um, I love this movie. I enjoyed it so much. I cannot wait to watch it again. It's like, I don't know when, maybe midpoint, midway through, I was just like, holy shit, this movie is, this movie is insane. It's doing some stuff, like such weird, crazy, high level bullshit, like theory shit that's 
fucking totally works for me. A hundred percent. This is an adventure. And fuck this movie goes. This movie goes so fucking hard. It just Did you understand everything? I, I, I'm sorry, Tim. Do you just want our impressions one by one, or can we talk as we go? Uh, I mean, go for it. Whatever you want. Like, were you like in it the whole time? Did you understand what's happening the whole time, Kev? Uh, I feel like like yes. There were moments where the fucking audio mixing, like you should not have a movie with these level of complex like time dimensional bullshit and then have mm. the audio mixed badly again and it's like my speaker system is set up so the center speaker is way up and i still had trouble hearing lines and had to, I, rewind I had to put the subtitles on yeah. yeah i had to put the subtitles on I, because a lot of the dialogue he, he has that problem where everyone talks in those hushed tones and they're giving you these deep deep layers of exposition and it's all stuff that you're like, I'm trying to understand the mm. theoretical stuff behind this. And I really want to because that's part of the fun of watching a Nolan movie. Like that was the, upon first watch. What I dug about Inception um, was that I was like, oh, well, they're, they're teaching me this world. Of course, the second time I watched it, I was like, I don't like this because it's way too much exposition for this concept that I already understand. Um, but for this, it was like they're talking in hushed tones. And then they have these action sequences where they're saying these incredibly important things, but they're wearing these oxygen masks. And I'm like, Nolan, what is – the fu- what is your problem? Yeah, King, Why do you King. keep He's putting your great actors in, in masks? Like it doesn't make any sense. So I literally tw- – 30 minutes into this movie, I turned the subtitles on. I was like, I have to because I want to try to understand I almost did. This, this complex – concept of what he's trying to say because i know nolan and there's going to be a deeper meaning somewhere in this it's a palindrome tim it starts at the beginning and ends at the beginning or whatever so by the end of it i was just like i don't really i think i just don't by i think by hour two i was like i don't care what's happening anymore i've given up on trying to figure out um the visual cues of like which team's going back and forward and, and forth and i just don't care anymore and to andy's point um i think that john david i think all the actors did a great job in the scenes that were well-written. But the problem I have with this movie is it doesn't really have a B story so much. And so when they actually got those moments of reprieve and they got to talk to each other or hang out, like there's that, there's a great scene where there he meets uh, Emily uh, Debicki for the first time in the restaurant. And that's a cool little back and forth. And we allow like John David Washington's like charm to come out a little bit. Yeah. And then also like there's moments with him and Robert Pattinson. And by the way, shout out to Robert Pattinson. Oh, I yeah. He has gone up my list this huge year. Huge. Huge apology for all the shit I gave him during Twilight, which I'm sure he didn't see because he doesn't care. Very excited for him in the Batman movie. And like everyone, everyone out there, all the best friends out there that were like, dude, you got to watch Good Time and give Robert Pattinson another. You were 100% right. He's a great actor. His hair looks fantastic in this as well. And he just has dynamite charm to him. So, like, I think that. The movie was – yeah, he has – there's some technical problems with the movie, but I also just think it's, all, it's just too much. And the gimmick itself, while cool, just didn't – at a certain point, I'm like, this is just mentally tiring trying to figure it's, out what's going on with this. As opposed to Inception where I was like, okay, I'm following along enough and I understand you have to have this exposition because we're exploring this kind of weird, fun, new idea. In this one, I was like – I guess the bullet goes back into your hand, but you didn't throw the bullet. But I don't understand. You never Dude, touched the bullet before, but you can t- you can grab the bullet. I don't know. I feel like Inception to me was all like magic, basically, where it's like, oh yeah, you're in dreams. They're like the rules are these, but really you can kind of do whatever. Just don't die, because then you might go into hell. But like you won't, you won't, it won't, you won't lose your mind for reals. Jesus will hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and with this, it's like. The, the little hand wavy is like, hey, you think linearly, and that's not what this is about. 
Like, mm-hmm. that's why there's someone in the chat was like, oh, when they said, like, y- you can't understand it, you just have to feel it. It's just because, like, the idea it's of instinct, yeah. it, the idea of all this is so different than the way we fundamentally function that, like, I, I get that where it's like, oh, yeah, you can't imagine that you already threw it. You just have to know that you did. Yeah. And it'll go back to so, your hand. But I, the interesting thing is there's a, a on the tenant Reddit. There's a, a ton of breakdown posts, obviously, and a ton of like people that have seen this movie many more times than we have because it's been out. Um, and there's like an FAQ mega thread of people that are like going through and breaking down and actually using scenes to explain things. And the consensus is this is like the most bulletproof of the Nolan movies in terms of all Science. of it adding up and all of it like of just of it following its own Science. rules. Science. Science. Science with Kev. Now, Tim, I'm Kevin. Fire and thermal stuff. Bullet. That was totally wrong, apparently. They fucked that up really bad. What did you say, Andy? Was it an inverted bullet? It was a useless joke. I didn't need to repeat it. Sorry. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Uh, to me, I think that this movie is the most greatest hits of Nolan that we've ever seen. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that this actually is really high on my list. Um, and I can't wait to watch it again at some point to really like in the same way that I couldn't wait to see Inception and understand things. Andy Quintessman kind of funny. Uh, I just want to throw in a quick line. Uh, this I, I got to assume this is going to be like the um, the prestige for Greg where once Greg was kind of done with the review, was like, oh, shit, there was a lot more going on that I didn't really see happening that you do need to watch it again for. And I totally agree with you, Tim. I think upon rewatching it, I'll have a greater um, uh, appreciation for it because I still enjoyed it. I just think like I still think it was like a little too much at times. See, I, I see so, it after so, all these Nolan in reviews. After all these Nolan in reviews, I was watching Jesus fucking Christ. I hate fucking pain. Him. <laughs> he like froze midway through that sentence. Continuing what I was saying here uh, is, I feel like it's the greatest hits of of Nolan things, and I think that that is for the most part a good thing. It, it still has the sound mixing problems, and there is so few scenes that are just characters talking without loud things happening, whether it's music or trains going by or boats speeding or them wearing masks in addition to those things, and that's super <clears> bizarre <throat> choices. Uh, but when it comes to the the action scenes and the ideas of all the things going backwards and forwards in time, I disagree with Andy and Nick. I wish they went way further with it i think that this movie definitely wasn't crazy enough and and missed out on going i wanted even more because we got hints of kojima's shit this movie's metal gear is fuck but it it doesn't fully commit to me in the way that inception did of uh the going the deeper levels like dream within a dream within a dream and i'm not just talking about action scenes and looks of it i'm talking about use of the time because there's a couple twists there's a couple moments and reveals of using the shit when we first see him fighting the guy in the mask it's obvious he's fighting himself so i appreciate that that wasn't like the movie's ultimate twist but we never get an ultimate yeah it it wasn't obvious to me yeah it was for me because they do the thing he did the gun thing already and so when the gun builds itself back i was like oh it's him he he's he that's his move of like taking someone taking the slide off of someone's glock yeah but isn't that like the cool move for like anyone that's like yeah, a but that's, FBI that's a filmmaker's that's a filmmaker's foreshadowing move like the, he, he put that in there on he showed you him doing that on purpose to foreshadow the fact that they were like oh by the way you didn't see that coming but your subconscious picked up on it see that was the thing but, i was going to say earlier is like that i enjoyed especially after from doing nolan in review and watching i think prestige in particular where i, I didn't get a lot of it the first time through and then we were talking about like oh i want to watch it again even though i thought coming in i didn't love the movie like this time around i was way more tuned into all of that mm-hmm. where like when the guy's name was opera spelled backward i was like hey jen and then when the woman jumps off I'm like that's the same well like it was just that thing of like i know where this is going and i'm excited to see how it that he connects everything. yeah 
So the last thing I want to say, though, about the, the action scene, about the times going back and forth is like my favorite part of the movie is like my favorite reveal of the movie wasn't a like mega twist of like who that person's this person. This is a sequel to Inception. Any of that type of shit. It was the action scene we see of him fighting himself. Mm-hmm. And when it's happening, it kind of just feels like weird bullshit of like, why is it sometimes getting a weird when he's fighting yeah. the guy like is moving backwards and sometimes it's not. I was like trying to follow the logic yeah. of it. But then when you see it the second time, so cool. you see when the inverted version is taking control of the fight and it's like, fuck, that is so awesome. Yeah. And it's just like at so- the end of the day, that's just a little less like super mind-blowingly cool as a concept as, as much as it's just really fucking dope as a, a, a film. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll agree with you. Like, I liked that scene the first time. But by the time we got to the other, like, the opposite version of it, I was like, are we really going to watch this whole fight scene again? And it, it's just not – the gimmick itself is just not cool enough for to me to watch these ornate, like, fight scenes over and over and over again. So by the time we get to the end where things are blowing up and reversing and, and, the, and like, we see the 15th explosion reverse itself, I'm like – I don't know that I care about these characters that much. And I think it's it's because this movie is well, – you're right. It's the most Nolan movie. But it's lacking the one thing that I really appreciate from all the other Nolan movies, which is the heart. I don't care about any of these characters. There's no B story. I don't know why what? John David Washington desperately wants to save Elizabeth Debicki. He just met her like a day before. And he's a covert CIA agent who's yeah. willing to do – literally willing to kill himself, die himself to save the world. So why would he – go above and beyond to save this woman now i'm sure there's someone on reddit who's like you don't understand this and this i think he like he's in love with her right i mean i don't know because they never have a scene together where they have a moment where they actually fall in love my interpretation and please feel free to take me right down if i'm wrong my interpretation yeah kevin is that yeah he had a connection with her wasn't in fell in love with her and that her son is gonna grow up to be robert pattinson right so that's been debunked (laughs) Uh, really yeah in in the in the mega thread and like there's a shit ton of evidence of just the only way that could happen age-wise is if he were to be in inverted time for a ridiculous amount of time yeah so that's the other problem i figured that's been friends for a long time so i was like wait a minute so we've been friends for how long five years does that mean you inverted time for five years back to this point i assume how old are you at this point (laughs) i assume that they're constantly in the future constantly redoing stuff constantly going back two weeks but see, that, so that, that they can that, change that begs me stuff the other question right is that and this is this is i think uh-huh. how it, where it starts to break my brain is that there's moments in this movie where they just go hey man forget what you know what happened happened right and they just use that to sort of explain away the fact that sometimes they can go back and change events in the past and sometimes it's just you can't change anything so at the very end of the movie and spoilers if you, if you listen to this point are we in spoilers or not this, we're know. always in spoilers um, he goes, hey, I got to go back and open that door. And it's, it's the reveal, which, by the way, not a fucking reveal at all. Not a shocker. I was like, that's definitely Robert Pattinson yeah. right there. Um, he goes, I got to go back and open that gate. And my brain goes, and I, I know there's going to be someone in the chat that's like, Nick, you don't understand. It's palindrome. Yada, yada, yada. But my brain goes, why can't you go with him and help him? Like, if you can keep going back and redoing these things, like, if he's already going back into the field after all this stuff has happened, how come we can't constantly redo this? And if that's the case, how come those people didn't tell Sador, or what was it? That was his name. Sador, right? yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah, that you die. Hey, God, by the way, you disappear on this day. Something happened well, to you. So, so FYI, I have a so, couple guns around. You. The, I mean, the whole thing was to trick Sater. Like the whole movie's purpose is to trick Sater into thinking that he succeeded because that explosion that happens, like he mm. has to know that it happens, or else he would think something went wrong and he failed. But he doesn't and wouldn't know have killed it. himself. 
He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Remember, that's how he's introduced to us, is that he came from... Uh, Michael Michael Caine introduces it, right? Of like, he came from this little fucking shit-numbered town that didn't matter right. and had been off the books forever, and then 14 days ago, there was an explosion there out of nowhere. The same day that like the that, opera thing was happening. Yeah. So they changed it. No, they didn't change it. Well, they masked it. it. It's it's all a giant loop. Where oh, like, I see, yeah, I see, I see. So so they, the explosion happens, but they got mm. the thing out of the explosion. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Could, I could already tell this movie is going to become cooler for me as yeah. we do this. <laughs> but I mean, but so, so, here's, here's, here's my other question. I just have a ton of questions. No, no, go real, yeah, let's real go. Quick, just let, right. let me throw in something. So by the end of the movie, um, what's the, the main dude? The protagonist? The, the protagonist, yeah. The protagonist. Which is so cool. Protect, no, it's it's so it's so douchey, and yeah, but it's it so works like he's not trying to hide the pretentiousness, he made the protagonist name protagonist, it does, and, and he calls himself the protagonist. I know that's this the funniest thing. This character is supposed to be some like weird avatar, but he, I needed to care about him, and after I needed to care about what was going Wait, on with her sorry. and him and all these things, and I just didn't. Let me just uh, so at the end, well, of the Andy movie, had his hand up, Andy. What do you no, have to no, say? I was, but I was Nick interrupted me. I well, you know what? Guys. Now you're being interrupted. Now talk backwards Great. and you can go back in time so, and do it. Um, the the protagonist at the end of the movie has gone back in time two weeks. And it's like – it's one of those things that's tricky to realize when it happens. But through the duration of the mo- whole movie, he's gone back in two weeks. And I, I think that they're doing that enough in the future that like whatever weird – Robert Pattinson has gone back something like 10 years. Also, we don't know what the effects of aging are. In the inverse yeah, time, the reversing. Yeah, it, when you're in inverse yeah, but, time, so he might even but be older. A, there's that moment though where he's like, "We've had a lot of good times together. I'll see you later, and we're gonna have him again." And it was like, it, you know what? It smacks. It's like that scene in in uh, freaking Clone Wars where Anakin and Obi Wan are in the elevator, like, "I saved your butt the other day. I know you saved my butt the other day, but you telling me you guys have had great times." I feel really, like I feel no, do anything for me. So not true. Anything kind of funny. Um. Yeah, I, I disagree with Nick there. But really quick, I thought the I thought him being called the protagonist was going to lead to a bigger reveal. I thought subtitles were just calling him that for the time being. Right. Because at the no. end we were gonna find out he was really fucking tenant. I don't know. Like I, but I, see, I, I, yeah. I, I thought but the, yeah, I thought the protagonist was like that, a that does happen, I guess, in yeah. the world. It, that that does end up happening, yeah. But I thought I thought like they were calling him protagonist only for the purpose of a, a bigger reveal at the end or whatever but there was like, that but that but still towards the end he calls it he's like talking to the lady he's like i'm the protagonist of this story or whatever and i was like ah fuck <laughs> I don't see know. For, see for me it was like i, I thought they were going to go someplace with like you know like in oceans 11 where they all had code names for the guys that were doing everything and that had a purpose in the movie because you had those code names because you're criminals because you don't want the cops to understand what you're talking about i thought it was gonna be like that where like a protagonist was a position in tenet where like you are the leader you are whatever and they just never said that. So it was just, I guess, I don't know. I don't well, know Yeah, because they do mention antagonists a bunch there, too, mm-hmm. when they're doing, like, the briefing. Yeah, so I, like, I oh, is I, this going to play into how this works or whatever? I thought it was going to be like, yeah, I thought that was going to be code for something. And then I, I would have liked to have had a better reveal of him working but, for him. Oh, sorry. Because I, I thought that was a cool concept. But I needed there to be, like, a moment where, I don't wow. know, it just, it just, it was explained away in a line of exposition. I was like, oh, man, that's a really cool reveal we couldn't have figured out a better way to do that like robert pattinson literally kind of has a throwaway line where he's like you I haven't figured it out yet and then i go no i haven't figured it out <sighs> yet robert pattinson because the other cardinal sin that you guys do in this movie is that characters purposely withhold information from each other for no reason whatsoever no they but there's no there's, it. it's always no, a reason. The, yeah the reason is you can't like you're not supposed to, the rules of tenant the group is like don't give any 
one information that you don't need to give them. Like that's right. Basically, but their then only who rule is to decide this because if he, that's I mean that's fine. I guess that's that's okay. But it's not it's it's not great for storytelling because you just have characters that go, I, I'm not going to tell you that, and then 30 minutes later they end up telling him that. But like, and how it cool was it? Me as an, as an audience member that you just couldn't really, you just wanted to move the story along so we can get to the action set pieces. And so you have these things thrown in there where you're like, I'm not going to tell you yet. And then an hour later, I'm going to tell you. Like the, the whole arms dealer thing, I'm like, wait, why are they just homies now? He killed one of their people. Like this this arms dealer woman is just totally okay. And she's like, I'm going to give you a little bit of information now, but then I'm going to give you a little bit of information later. And like, I don't know. I just, I don't I, like story that, that unfolds that way because it just feels kind of cheap. Yeah, but what is it? Someone said this here. Yeah, the ignorance is their ammunition is such a cool thing of like, if we don't write it down, if we don't keep it, the future can't get their hands on it. Like, that's so cool. That's really Yeah, really cool. I, I normally don't like the exposition kind of like just being the thing that moves the plot forward for things. But I think that in this movie, like that is the point. And I think that it is all of the the thing, not not knowing things and not saying things and then saying them at the right time, revealing them at the right time, because they're all in this together. And they're all in and they all the main characters we're talking about that are withholding information are all in the know about the in inversion stuff so it's like the more we find out as an audience member is because the protagonist is finding out in this loop that he's going through andy towards the very very end though uh this is where it all sort of got even more jumbled than it already could have been where uh the final sequence is happening the russian dudes trying to do the bomb thing or whatever and they all escape safely or whatever and then one of them is aaron fucking ryan aaron johnson. Johnson. what's his name aaron, aaron taylor johnson aaron ryan johnson and one of them is aaron taylor johnson i'm like oh fuck i didn't know he like i don't know it didn't occur to me that he was down there every time i saw a white dude i was like oh robert pattinson well it's because <laughs> they don't, they don't do a great down. job of telling you who's in tenant and what the hell's going on and that was another one yeah. of my issues where i was like he just gets recruited for this organization has no idea what's happening and is told by someone who's never met that you have to go do this thing but they all like, do the, don't they all do the thing people? when they meet Everyone that's in yeah, finds a cool to way to, 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 to like, do how that. Did he not, how did he know who the first guy was? This guy's like, hey, you passed the test. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Where am I? Where's my handler? Where's the CIA? Where's my government? What's going on? Why the fuck am I just on this path? I don't know. This, this is Instinct. where my brain I mean, that, Yeah, but that was his sure. moment of choice though, right? Explain like, it away. He could have been like, give me all these answers. No, he did. And the guy was like, I can't give you any more answers. All I right. can give you so like, okay, is a I'll choice, a gesture <laughs> – and a word, you know? Ugh, that sounds so sure. cool. Sometimes it's cool, but the it's wrong doors. weird. Uh, and then here's the other big question I have. So they just randomly introduced this moment where they divine from, I guess, the future. I don't know. That Sator's fucking Fitbit actually is control is like if that if he dies, it'll send a signal to the bomb to explode and, and tear everything time apart or whatever in reverse time or whatever. How do they know that? A and B, doesn't she kill him before they get that thing out? before they can disassemble the algorithm like well before that so why didn't time reverse think, itself and I destroy think she, the world she kills she kills him seven seconds before it all goes off so it just seems like there was a delay in the system that he didn't account for right see that because they they pull him out just in time i don't know but that's that's an answer that's a question that should be answered uh and i thought that whole scene was just like I thought I like good on you. I like this is cool. She finally gets her revenge on this guy, and like when she pushes him off the boat, I was like, that's yeah. fucking weird. That whole scene was so weird to me. I'm the, like, you the him know. hitting they have, they literally have a, a line where she's like, he's like, bring my wife back, and then the guy calls from the shore and says, or bring my son back. And the guy calls from the shore and says, she's with your son's with your wife, and then 
Elizabeth DeBecky's character goes, oh, well, you know, I look like Anna. And this guy who is a multi-billionaire supervillain's like, yeah, I guess that's just a mistake. But again, remember, out. he's from he's there to kill himself. He's he's li- this day's played out before. Like it, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary. Right. But because somebody's trying to stop him from killing himself. So, and so he has all of this information. I'd be like, oh, you're not my wife. You're someone from the future. This is different. What's happening? But write a fucking note wa- down to myself and <laughs> send it to the future. But that woman in his mind is dead. He thought he killed her the day before. Yeah. He shot her in this in the side the gut yeah. yeah so i need to watch this movie again but from my understanding there were two <laughs> sators and and two of his wives in that moment yes because she Correct. sees herself jump off right yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's like that also i think implies cool that, like, yeah. but that, that that he is in a loop himself where yeah the, oh yeah the, this the, is the, the but the him that died the, the seven seconds almost doesn't even fucking matter because it wasn't the right him because like yeah. he was destined to keep going oh yeah that's right so great the, point because there's two of those watches in that world yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great point. That's There's a great no, point. Yeah, there, let me just say, there's no cooler fucking moment than uh, obviously they they sort of hint to you that you have to see yourself walk into the thing to know that you're gonna come out or whatever. And when John David Washington is fighting himself in the suit and he looks and he sees himself and he comes out, you're like, he was the other guy running forward, dude. And Robert Pattinson, he ripped the mask off. Oh, but he's in forward time now, so it doesn't matter. That was the coolest fucking part. So fucking cool. Like, also, right, the idea like I, again, like there's a lot of like weird bullshit in this movie and uh, obviously it can you all are already doing a great job of explaining the weird bullshit for me that i thought was weird bullshit that's starting to make a lot more sense but still that moment is like all right this is worth it i this is like christopher nolan you're a wacky dude you're a wacky bro <laughs> but I, i'm cool with it now i'm cool with it andy the idea that uh our pat pulls the the helmet off sees his mentor and knows like oh all right like, it makes so We're much good. sense why he immediately yeah. turns around and he's like, oh, I'm going to go make sure he doesn't kill the other one because that's him. Yeah, uh, and, then, and, and then John David watches it. No, no, no. But when that happens, he's like, oh, what happened to the other guy? And he goes, oh, yeah, I he took got care away. Of it. Yeah, I got to take care of it. And I was like, wait, our paths, what are you up to, bro? Yeah. One more thing that I want to throw out there that someone in the chat just said right here. We were talking about the 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 dealer, the gun dealer, and why was she like not super mad at him yeah now she's in tenant yes Go ahead, is she yeah yeah because the day before like so <laughs> what the, is that two, in days, two days is everyone before, in tenant am i in tenant did i not know two days like, you will be with you will be so so two days before stop like nick so i'm trying cheap. to talk two days before um they go and break into her house he meets her in like the park or wherever the fuck she is walking, and that's when she's met him for before. So she already knows him when he meets her for the first time in his linear time. Fucking mm. wild! This movie. Yeah, that is a good point. That's cool. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but like, if that's the case, then why did she let him go like through the whole rigmarole of like interrogating her husband? Why wasn't she like, stop? Let's just talk this out right now. I, I also mean, still you kill one of my guys and why I don't know. But like she kind of I mean, I, I get... did. It, like there wasn't a huge reaction. She played the role. What? Well, she didn't react like she'd met him before at all. Well, again, but ignorance is the weapon, women. right? Yeah. So like until he gives the signal, she can't it, it like even though you're the same person, you might not be on the same part of your journey. So what if he was infiltrating not and he didn't know about Tenet yet, and then he's not supposed to know about Tenet yet, so you can't tell him something once he gives you the sign then you know you're on the same page now we can have a real conversation I, mm, interesting i think there's like i think everyone in tenant believes 
that you have to follow the path the way it's gone already. But I don't right, think that the protagonist. I don't think the protagonist does, and I think that's the difference. That's, that's his. That's him that's learning. He learns this entire movie, yeah. right? Like when we get to, again, when we get to that end, like I, I think you know, I, we, I haven't chimed in on performances or anything. I, I think John David Washington is phenomenal in this movie. And when we get to the end, when he's talking to Robert Pattinson and he knows Pattinson's about to go die, you can see it in him the emotion mm-hmm. of not yeah. wanting him to go, but still trying and like fighting himself as he again finally accepts the lesson of like. No, you got to. Like, this is whatever's happened's but, happened, and I need to go do this. And you're, we're going to become friends in the future because this is like a Kyle Reese situation, right? Yeah. Where John David Washington's going to continue his timeline and now meet Robert Pattinson for the the first time in Pattinson's timeline, even though he'll eventually come back and live that life that way. But isn't he changing the future by giving the the uh, woman the phone and being like, "Call me when you think something bad's going to happen." I don't know because that's, that's the question I have. Is they say whatever happens happens, so I guess you can go back and change some stuff, but some stuff you can't change. But that doesn't make sense to me because, like, at some point, then wouldn't the people in the future just be like, "Well, we give up because what's happened happened, right?" We just know that we're never going to reverse this time thing because it's never going to happen. Shouldn't they know that? They're in the future. But you have to imagine. Why is it? Sorry, go ahead. I'm, well, or my, no, my, you go ahead. You before go ahead. I kick it to you, Kev. Before I kick it to you, Kev. My interpretation was that the future people have a distinct. They do not believe in the ideology of whatever happened happened. They're mm-hmm. they're working against that. It's these right. the tenant people who are whatever happened happened, and we can't fuck with that. See, I think this is just like this is where my brain starts breaking with time travel stuff with with all this stuff is because I don't know like and I guess this is where my frustration comes with with a lot of this is he leaves it purposely nebulous because you're supposed to be able to figure out that all this stuff is sort of intertwined and exactly doing what Kevin's doing. But then I just don't know if any of the actions of any of these characters matter because when they keep saying what what's happened happened, I'm like, well, then what is relevant? What? What what is John, the protagonist that we're on this journey with? What is he actually changing? What is he accomplishing? Or are we just watching this thing play out? And if that's the case, then after two hours of explosions going back and forth, I'm like, I'm just kind of bored. But like, just because what happened already happened doesn't mean like I mean, we still get to watch it happen and see the path in a linear way that is all loopy and. Yes, you know but I mean? but we're told like, hey, you have to save the world. But if he's already sa- if what's happened happened, then he's already saved the world. So he doesn't really have to save. We don't really need to go. Yeah, on that but ride you don't him. know if that plan works. I think some of the. By the way, I think I should. I'm I'm kind of being negative on the movie. I think a lot of the action sequences were phenomenal Fucking in this, phenomenal. and I really I enjoyed those moments. But I couldn't help but feel like he had those moments planned and was like, how do we get these characters from point A to point B? And so I think he does the Nolan thing where he. And I guess he has a lot of this planned. I'm sure he has a giant whiteboard that Tim's going to get to or show a picture of. But he, it, 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 I can't help but feel like there's moments where they just have to write scenes to explain the fact that they wrote themselves into corners with certain things. And I think that a lot of this movie smacks with, hey, we really want to get to this cool moment where like these two, this pincer move is happening and we're seeing this in full fun. So how do we get to there? And I think it's at, unfortunately at the expense of the heart. By the end of this, Greg, I agree with you. They have that one great scene. But the rest of the time – he was directed to be very staccato with his performance and very much like a, almost like a David Mamet story where he's just kind of like one note and it sucks because they don't, we don't have the heart that we had. We don't, we weren't emotionally invested in that character. Like we were with Leonardo DiCaprio's character where he finally gets to see his kids again because the thematic relevance of the B story and in inception plays into the A story nicely. In this one, there is no real B story. So at the end, I'm like, I don't really know who this character is. I don't know if any of his actions matter. And I don't really know what his relationship is to any of these people. And I'm just, well, I just don't care. I feel like the only relationship we come to understand that he has is with um, Neil. 
And yeah, by but, the but end, the one we should really we, understand, the one we should sympathize with the most is his relationship with uh, uh, Elizabeth Debicki's character, Cat. I mean, like that yeah. is for some reason he, for some reason that is unbeknownst to any of us, he really wants to save her and her child. Doesn't he, he feel that like he pulled them into this though? Hot. Like, isn't that the idea? Like, he okay, still. I mean, he's a CIA operative, and it's the fate of the world. Greg, no disrespect, but like everyone's sitting here. If you were like Nick, you're tasked with saving time as we know it, and Andy's like, bro, I got to fucking so me you, and my dog have to survive. I'm like, Andy, you're dead. I'm. You take the child hostage. Head, You'd take the woman hostage. I wouldn't give a shit. I would have just killed the fucking Russian guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and by the I, way. I, I don't know. I think movie. everyone did a great job in this movie, but I just think Kenneth Branagh as a Russian was way over. It was way too uh, extra in all these scenes. Well, I mean, he, was he was Estonian. He was Estonian, right? Is it a fact? I don't know. Nick's got fact on ten and no. Kev, can you please bring up the the whiteboard picture? <laughs> Not the one that uh, Nick's expecting, but uh, yes, thank you. Kenneth Branagh uh, did his speaking in reverse. He actually did it. So in that scene where we're seeing all, all the stuff, it wasn't just like played backwards. Like he actually had to perform it to to get it right. Didn't a lot thick, of them? Or? Yeah, all of all of them did. But the, the that's thing the, is, when you watch walk somebody when you watch someone walk and they clearly are originally did this backwards. I'm like, oh, yeah. they ain't walking right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I'm talking just all the speaking lines. Anytime they're speaking backwards, they're actually doing the sounds of what it sounds like backwards. But what made it difficult for Kenneth is that he had to do it with a Russian accent. So <laughs> cool. these are these are his notes that he took <laughs> for, That's crazy. for doing that to like to get it right to sound like his character forwards but backwards. That's wild. I, yeah. I thought I thought it worked. I thought it worked yeah, for me. I um cool. I, I I was gonna say um you know not that impressive because we've already seen this before, okay? Weird Al Yankovic did it in his video for uh Amish paradise. Okay. He right, did everything backwards and it was so impressive. And you see it forwards, you're like, wow, this is all done backwards. So, like, all right, Christopher Nolan, take a fucking seat in the back seat. Weird Eye Inkovic, write a movie about it. Yeah, I mean, he back. already did it, you know. What's the Good point? Call. Like, yeah. chill out. Yeah. And then Kev, can you bring up the other image that I sent you? The square? Yes, please. So this is called the Sator slash Rota Square. It's a word square containing a five-word Latin palindrome. It features in both early Christian and in magical contexts. The earliest example of the square dates from the ruins of Pompeii, which some scholars attribute to pre-Christian origins, such as Jewish or Mithric. In the film, each of the words of the square correspond to a plot point. Sator being Andre Sator. Arepo, as in Thomas Arepo, the forger of the Goya painting. Tenet, relating to the organization in the film title. Opera, referring to the opening siege. And Rotus, correlating to the security company at the Freeport in Oslo. And the rotation of the turnstiles that either invert or uninvert uh, people or places. This thing is fucking insane. And also, it's really stupid. Let me science with like, Kev. History it's crazy. with Kev. If you look <laughs> history, at the- history, history with I can Kev. Kevin, We're Kevin, ancient societies. Kevin no, digging like, it up, be like, "This is stupid." No, no, but like, yeah. If, if you look, if you look, it's like, yeah, the words are flipped, and then if you look down, they also are, are the same words flip, and it's fucking wild. But one of these words is not a real word, and that's fucking cheating. If you uh, translate, yeah, a repo is not a, a is, is not a What's is not a word. Um, the farmer works hard. The wheel weren't they? Were they it words wheels. in Latin? Though? Yeah, they're words in Latin. A repo is not Sorry, a word. Hold on. Kevin, Wait, why did, did you say you the farmer? Do? What? What? <laughs> oh, what just unlock some fucking code? No, the, <laughs> what about the farmer. <laughs> the phrase. The phrase. It's it's uh, the cedar means the cedar or farmer. Uh, a repo is not a fucking word. It's just a name they think, but it's not like a name that was broadly used. So that's the fake fucking word. 
tenant. Wait, a rep, uh, the the farmer works. I can't He's remember a tenant right now. Huh? I, I don't. I'm so confused. By what's <laughs> so now. these are all words in Latin except for the second word, arepo. But Kevin, are you As doing far, like the? Are you doing like the? Please excuse my dear answer. No, no, I'm trying to remember. Right I'm trying to remember what the phrase was that it means. And like I, uh, you you can look up the words individually, but then you like that doesn't really work that way. My very grammar. educated uh, answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the farmer works hard or some shit like that. My very educated aunt is what you jumped to. It was mom. It was mom. <laughs> yeah. Mars. What uh, what planet are Formal you thinking Arepo of? <laughs> works no, tends the wheel hard or something like that is what, what Greg, the my, what this Arepo yeah. trying to get Arepo in there. Greg, my dear Aunt Sally and <laughs> like gotcha. Pam Dassey and I had I had the aunt in the wrong yeah saying in the wrong phrase. And then uh, one of the other wait, wait, like, real last quick. weird facts that- I have isn't this bullshit? Like, you can't just put a fuck, like, make up a name to make it work. You can't be like, oh, yeah. I have four words that work. Ooh, what if I put one in there and it's this word because that would work? Get the fuck out of here, cheaters. Yeah. No, you're right, Kevin. You're right about that. Uh, this movie's full of palindromes in a bunch of different ways, whether it's, like, the, the plot and all this stuff and obviously Tenet, blah, blah, blah. But there's, like, just a lot of fun, like, dumb Easter eggy things. And I, I there's just two that I just need to bring up because they're so fucking stupid. One, what type of plane did they crash? 4747. 747, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, what was uh, John David Washington doing a lot in this movie? Pull-ups. Yeah, yeah. If you take the S off the end of that, pull up. Guess what? Pull up some fucking palindrome. That's pretty funny. This is wow. the shit that I mean. Wow. You guys are giving him too much damn credit to so, this man. No, it's just some fun one, shit. one of the th- the things that are supporting Max being Neil is that the Maximilian in French ends with Neil. If you flip it, yeah. it ends with L E I N, and then so the you thing flip though. It, the thing is that Nick calls him Sups, though, so it's like Puss yeah. the other way. It's Puss the other way. Spuds. Spuds. <laughs> Let's get to, to some semblance of plot. plot. Oh, no. <laughs> plot. Go ahead, Nick. I'm, I'm doing plot. <laughs> oh, wait. No, this what? is a great show. This is Greg. Oh, we're doing a plot still? I mean, hey, I don't make <laughs> it. Right, so there's I'll an give opera. You a second. I'll give you a second because while while you think about some shit. I got to go get an Advil. I have a headache while you do this. Okay, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> what a show. Uh, this episode's brought to you by Manscaped. 2020 sucked. It's New Year, new balls with our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the waist grooming, offering precision engineered tools for your family jewels and helps 2 million men all over the world get rid of hair on their balls. You can join the ranks just like I have. My balls are clean as a whistle right now. Uh, If you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine, Manscaped is here for you to reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. Uh, They also don't just do ball stuff. They also do nose hairs. They also do some facial stuff. It's great. Don't use the same razors on your face that you're using on your balls. That's nasty. We're, we're, We're done with that. Put that behind you. Manscaped threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably uh, because you are going to want to check out the Lawnmower 3.0 in the Perfect Package 3.0 pack that has all the right tools for the job. A guy with hairy balls is like the year 2020. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Get Don't 20% that guy. off plus free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning. That's manscaped.com slash morning. Your balls will thank you. Again, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning that's all i got for you thank you manscape thank you for supporting the show 
Mm -hmm. So we start off in an opera, everybody. And let me mm -hmm. just say that this opening sequence just feels cool. It's shot great. It, 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 is it gave me bad Dark Knight vibes. Like yes. the, the way they were all the running in, I was like, oh, I'm into this movie. It, it, and it, yeah, and, it, and it's sort of like it. it this is um, again comparing the uh, Nolan to Kojima. You know, Kojima always has the behind the behind the soldier with the with the guns mm -hmm. and doing the hand signal stuff. I had the same vibes here. Where it's like, oh, this is this is a Nolan sort of action uh, insurgent scene, or what's the word mm -hmm. I'm looking for? Just like soldiers breaking into a thing. This is how Nolan does it. Yeah, and I just love the way it looks. It's always so visually interesting because the camera movement, the shots. Obviously, there's people in danger. And from here on out, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. What are these bombs? I'm so confused with everything here. But to me, I'm like, I'm supposed to be confused. And you're not just stupid. You're really yeah, stupid. But sure. like, you're supposed to be confused. Right Somebody here. got I've caught. seen this scene before. Because this scene played before Star Wars Episode Nine. If you watched it in IMAX. Oh, no. Oh, interesting. Which I, me and Gia did. And this just played after the trailers played. And then this scene just started. We didn't know what it was, and it played out for five minutes till he like gets in the the car, like when he's leaving, and it just goes boom, tenant. And I was like, so "What tenet. the fuck? That looks insane." I remember. And you then there was this. no evidence of anyone having that experience, but I it, it happened. I I remember I was talking about Star Wars and Tim being like, "Was I the only person who saw this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Greg. I already I, re I already introed the plot, Greg. We already went through the whole plot, but I talked about how this whole scene is just shot, shot really cool, and it reminds me of the way Kojima does his sort of action break-in scenes with soldiers and stuff. It's it's just sure. really really well done. Um, and again, I don't understand what's happening with these bombs. I don't know who they're protecting. I don't know who the bad guys are. I was thoroughly confused by most of this scene, and I think you're supposed to feel that way. But I could be dumb. Were the, were the right, bad guys? I, the, the, this is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask. The bad guys were uh, what's his face? This is Sart, Sator's, Sator? men, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's where this all starts, right? Because mm -hmm. so yeah, we're in the. We already did the opera. We're already through the opera. We're done with the opera. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Shit happened. We I was. I don't understand surface. what the fuck's happening, right? Uh, yeah, nobody does. So yeah. It, reverse bullet they're there getting stuff or whatever but event stick with me here because like this is a movie i feel as we've learned or as personally i learned on nolan in review this time around and as i try to throw up assets to see how we rank them i don't see assets easy uh, i think you know with prestige it was that idea of like oh shit like i'd like to watch that again to understand it and as i look over here yeah well with prestige and dunkirk that was the those are the only ones I had that I wasn't seeing uh, for the the second or third time, right? So I didn't know what was going on. I feel like doing anything with this movie, well, we need to obviously interview and get it ranked here. This is one of the things I'm the most interested to go back and watch again because I want to see this scene happen. And even last night when I was pouring my water before I went to bed, right? I was thinking like, wait, so like from this scene when he gets captured, right? And he's on the train tracks being tortured and they tear out his teeth and shit like that, right? Yeah. Remember, remember how the one guy, and um, this is all very loose. I need your help with it. But the one guy's like, yeah, most people can last 18 hours. This guy only lasted 18 minutes and it's gonna, you're really close to your deadline or whatever. And that guy's already dead there. They take the suicide pill off of John David, the protagonist. And then he sees the guy who's already supposed to be dead start moving and fingering out the pill to him, right? Yeah. So was it that that guy, he's in, he's in, he's inversed. Was he inversed and in that no. he started dead and no, then went alive that, or something? I thought that was like just that? his pill and he didn't get a chance to take it. So he was. So it's just his hand yeah. unwrapping at the perfect moment. 
I, no, I, I don't think he was dead. No, I he think was, he was he like was on the edge of dead, and he thought, I, I can give this guy at least save a him. release. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, um, I see. Sorry, the, the, the first guy that was on the ground didn't have any information. Like, yeah. t- the, um, the protagonist actually had information that he was withholding. So I see Beasonal in chat say, I didn't catch Pattinson that saved him here the first time that they watched. And I'm assuming yeah, you're talking about in the opera scene. I didn't catch that either. I didn't um, either, for sure. No, I think he had the little red thing. Red thing the that right. was the ending reveal. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, to me, to me, the ending reveal was that he for sure is the guy who died at the door. I didn't remember the red string oh, from yeah, the very, okay. very beginning yeah. of the movie. That's, that's, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. They focus on it quite a bit in the beginning of the movie. Got it. Okay. The red string? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a moment where it like punches yeah. into just that. It's like, oh, that's important. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then, I, yeah. I, must sure, have, I, I thought for sure that there. I thought for sure on a second watch, then that fucking red string would be on the little boy's backpack at the end. It's not yeah, that fucking sucks. No, it's not. That's yeah. dumb. It's, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, no one likes to leave things extremely vague, right? He doesn't even want to leave it hinting, even though we all know that fucking spinning top was about to tip over. It was about to tip over for sure. So then we we get this Thank guy. You, they get a little boat. And they get he, they put him into the into one of the windmills, and I was just like, so after they rebuilt all his this. teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just like, I I would hate this. Like, I would hate just being in this thing. Like, like I I'm not that claustrophobic. I felt claustrophobic about it all. I mean, shout out to him though. He does the cool thing where he's like, "I really need these put these pull ups to like matter." So he climbs yeah. to, like the top of the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Jen was like, "Why would you I'm do like, that?" I'm like, "For the adrenaline, this you, you can't a, fail." Like, yeah, I can't Snake fail. Snake eater playing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And by the way, I think so. I'm gonna. I'm. I. I think that the physicality of John David Washington in this movie, when he does the fight scenes, is like Dude, unbelievably awesome. good. So like, there's that. The mo- I think everything he does in the opera house, like his choreography and how he moves, is awesome and then we have that scene we're going to get to eventually um in the kitchen where so he good. wrecks those guys and i'm like dude Whoa, that was amazing you know that i don't give a shit, shit about action ever and he looked so fucking cool yeah. and i loved it that he was never even when you i was like oh they're gonna get him and i wonder how he's and it's like no he's fucking faking it and just takes them all out destroys them amazing and then yeah. the fucking cowardly driver peels out when he realizes yeah. it's not going the right way the speed of which that he attacks people really reminds me of sort of uh the the ferocity that bane showcased in dark night in dark night rises and even even um where did my mind go with it uh like henry cavill in fallout mission impossible fallout like just those those hard fast punches i just thought it was choreographed so brilliantly in that kitchen scene it was so good now i just want a movie where christopher nolan makes a movie where it's like secret operatives and stuff uh, hear me out hear me out guys John john david washington oscar isaac michael b jordan josh or trio can we put Josh Robert Pattinson back in? Josh, Josh, okay, Robert Pattinson back in. Yeah, and no, also Zach Efron, no, just because I miss Zach Efron being Nothing in, so. screams secret agent, like <laughs> super cool secret agent. We're making a Nolan Josh comedy, again. right? I thought we were making a Nolan comedy. I thought we were going <laughs> that way with it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, see, he, he, so like, a, you know, it's shift change at the old windmill <laughs> for the old oil rig, and he comes off and seamlessly transitions onto the boat and then seamlessly transitions off. And right as he walks by this car, a guy gets out of the car and he climbs in the car and then it's right on the GPS where to go and he fucking goes fucking dope as hell right and so he goes there with his clipboard and his little vest and he goes deep into it and then he gets past everybody and then the one lab lady's like ah with a you know a vest and a clipboard you can get almost anywhere almost anywhere and then she opens it up to get him in there and starts explaining what the fuck's going on did she do that i didn't know obviously i didn't know he did it to her he like he said the word tenant right 
Yeah, he's like, that's uh, that's not one of my tenants or something like that. And then he like yeah. grabbed his hands together very and lightly. She was and like, was uh-huh. just like, oh. She was like, I'm with you, Damn. bro. I'm with you. Do you think she's oh, the lady? Oh, because did we skip? We already skipped. Did we already skip Michael Caine? No, we didn't see Michael Caine yet. Mm, I think he goes to Michael Caine after this, right? Mm-hmm. No. When does he learn about the tenant thing? Doesn't he learn about the? When does he learn? Yeah, about you that? skip. He learned about the, guy, the, the, guy on the boat. boat teaches him. Yeah, that kind of thing. that's ah, the guy. You're right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry. Well, you know, we're Do, jumping around too much. Nick already wants to talk about the kitchen. I'm lost on where we are. There's a cool theory. Thing. There's a theory that this woman is the one that develops the 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 mechanism. The, what is it? The, the algorithm. Oppenheimer. Yeah, the the Oppenheimer of the future. I thought she was gonna pop up again and blah. I'm the villain, everybody. I thought that was gonna happen. Like, mm-hmm. but it didn't. So yeah, it turns out her and Michael Caine got one scene. That was pretty much it. They were like, Mike, how how long do we have you for? He's like, we have me for lunch, and you have to. He's like, I've got two years left. Make it work. (laughs) They were like, yeah, get him a burger. Let's shoot the scene real quick. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So she teaches them, and they drop bullets, and bullets jump back in their hand, and they're having a great time shooting a rock. But really, the rock's shooting at them. And he's like, why does it feel weird? And she's like, because the fucking bullets coming back at you, you moron. He's like, oh shit, all right, but cool. And so yeah. She tells him somehow to go talk to Michael Caine, right? Or no, she tells him that uh, that the metals, or no, the gun, the bullet, the ammunition came out of India or some shit. So he, they got to go talk to these people in India who who are uh, arms dealers. So Which he I'm goes say, there. One of my least favorite plot points. You know, you guys know on in review. I hate when we look at TVs playing news for characters to learn shit. I hate. Oh, how are they gonna find the thing? Well. We know where the bullet's from. It has to be from this place. It's like I, it's a little played out at this point. It was cool at one point. That maybe cool Superman. Anymore. It was cool. I, I thought it was cool because it was him. He was like, hey, what, what's the composition of the bullets? And she was like, what? And he's like, yeah, we can – if we know where the, the like, dirt's from, we can figure out where the bullets came from. And it's like, all right. That's like – that was a him giving her information, you know? It wasn't the science lady telling him what's up. Science with the lady. Science, science with the lady. Science. I said it wasn't, it wasn't the science I'm a lady. lady. It was science with the protagonist. But it was still science with her. I just wanted to sing the song. Okay. Yeah. You got Can we it. have a fun time? I've been I've been looking at the comments. Everybody says, where are the 15 podcasts within a podcast? No That's what that. this show needs. Like, no, they didn't say that at all. Um, so, yeah, from here we go to India, right? And uh, this is where we meet Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. Neil, who's dope as hell. Uh, he drinks on the job, or he drinks, but John David Washington won't drink. And he's like, ha-ha, mate, cheerio. And then he's like, all right, how are we going to get in there? And they start running through. He parachuting, and he broke his leg training to parachute. But now they, what if we bungee jump? What do you mean bungee jump? I mean bungee jump up the side of the building, motherfucker. Sorry. Just to go back, I, I loved that scene where he was like, I got, he orders him a Diet Coke and he goes, how do, how do you know I don't? He's like, I do my research. He's like, yeah, but I like soda water. He goes, no, you I don't. Fuck oh, so yeah. Diet Coke. And I was like, and God again, damn it. I like Diet Coke too. Let's get in. We're in. Could be you, <laughs> Matt, could be you. When you're thinking about the fact that like he knows They're this friends. fucking guy. You guys They're would friends. know. If yeah. you, like if any of you sat with me, you'd be like, get Nick a Diet Coke. And, and it's like, so cool. Because you know. when you should first... do that, let's time travel back to Riverside and get Nick a Diet Coke. No, Nick, if you no, went back to Riverside, Nick, I was like, hey, it would have to be regular. Nick would be, Nick would be like, I like Fanta, dude. And we're like, no, you don't, dude. He's like, you're right. I don't. <laughs> I don't like that. Right. Come on over. My mom made a seven layer dip. <laughs> so you got to fucking a lot of that. Uh, so they bungee jump up the side of the building and just fucking take people out. So, pop, pop, yeah, they do. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. I love no. it. It reminded Wait. me so much of the Captain America Winter Soldier boat introduction. Yeah. Nick, what's did, up? Did they reverse bungee? Were they inverted yeah. ropes? No, no, okay. no, no. They weren't. They weren't? No, there was Wait, a what? giant mechanism between them that was spooling it. Remember? So just, they were going in real time in this, right? Yeah. So at this yeah, point, yeah. there's no time person. traveling yet. Oh, what? I thought the whole point of this was the fact that they were going up back, like backwards no, they, through time. No, at this or point, not the, 
at this point, they, they haven't, they done, haven't that done that yet. They haven't done yeah, that yet. Yeah, he doesn't know Weird. that. So Holy just, shit. They're like, I guess they're bolted on there. I don't know, but... Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. They used the, well, he shot him right. They, they did the slingshot. The, yeah, the slingshot. Yeah, yeah, they shot grappling hooks up there. And then, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like the fact of them being like, no, no. well, how do we get back up? And then, you know, or how do how do we? We're gonna have to find a way to get out out of there. And then Robert Pants is like, and we have to find a way to get up. And to me, I'm like, oh, wow, backwards bungee jump. Like I thought that's what the whole point of this was. Wow, yeah, really. I saw I saw a comment that said that, and I was like, wait, I was confused because I thought they were just going straight forward with just those mechanisms because they they yeah. showed it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Too. It was definitely. I just like. Yeah. Okay. So cool. So they get up there, they kill all the people, they run they finally get the guy and they're like, Give it, tell us the information, tell us about fucking bullets. And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then the mo- the wife tries to stop it and he does the whole like blah 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 tenant. And he, she's like, Oh, I'm actually the queen pin. That song by Common is about me. Or no, yeah, testify. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, Oh my god. And so they fucking party for a second and they chat it up, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, they chop do. it up. They're like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, Oh yeah, you know, there's this guy. And he's got the fucking thing and he's it's futurey and shit. And maybe he wants to end the world. I'm not sure if they introduced that here. And she's like, you'll have to go get to him if you want to get to that. And he's like, got it. And what's the best avenue? His wife. They're not on good terms. They just had a big fight. All right, cool. I'll do that or whatever. And like, then we go to Michael Caine, right? And he's at a really fancy restaurant. And the fancy restaurant guy is a total racist. And he's being mean to uh, Washington. What? Why? Like, it's 2020, dude. He's not dressed nice. This is and this is back to the Michael Caine thing, right? Of like yeah. your Brooks Brothers suit can trick people. But you Michael know, on the Caine street. is like, how are you going to disrespect Michael Caine's guest? Doesn't matter how he's dressed. That point. makes you look bad. Makes the restaurant look bad. This made that that yeah. made no sense. And it, frankly, Definitely. when he didn't give the food to go, thank you. Uh, I was furious. Ah uh, man, places places like that don't get food to go, Kevin. Oh, I, I'm going to take that food out if I'm going to walk out with the plate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kevin just grabs the steak and walks yeah. out. There, there, there are plenty of nice restaurants that do not do to-go because it's looked at as like, like we don't do to-go food. Are you kidding me? No. If do that here. you insist and have enough money, you can get whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Give me a burlap sack and your finest stick. I'm carrying this out of here in a bindle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to the train tracks. <laughs> uh, so Michael Caine gives him the card. He goes and buys a, a nice suit. He then oh, and he has the the fake uh, drawing or, or fake painting or whatever the fuck it is, fake art that uh, Cat gave to the, her a husband. Repo piece. In, in, Yes, the Arepo piece. Good job. Um, and so he takes it to Cat to see it. And uh, no, he goes to Cat and introduces himself and whatever. And then he shows it to her. And then uh, and, and that, this that gives this, it away, dude, right? That yeah. he's him. That was well, really this cool. Is, this is also the part where he basically sort of shows her like, hey, uh, or, or the reveal is made that he knows that she has tricked the husband, right? There's yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're trying to blackmail. Well, so when he goes to see her, it's to set up the date where he's like basically blackmailing her, and she's like, "Stop being like a coward. Just tell me you're blackmailing me." Uh, yeah. But I was just gonna say the writing of their introduction, I fucking love the whole uh, his him introducing himself with the name of the artist, where he was oh, like, yeah. "I'm I'm Gaussian or whatever the, the name was." Goya. Go yeah, and and she was like, "What?" And he's like, "No, this," and like, and then she was. Then he drops a repo in there, and it's just like, ugh, that was so complex in such a fun way. I liked it. I didn't really care. 
Either way. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, that that jigs up. So she'll get him a, an audience with her husband. Uh, but, you know, so she drops her off. Right. And it looks like they're cheating. So he he she invites he's invited to dinner with the the old no, mob. Go- you, mob you're guy. jumping the gun. This is when the, the knife, the kitchen scene happens. She's like, we already talked about that. Okay. But I still want <laughs> no, to talk it's fine. It. It's fine. Kevin, go. You go. So then uh, four guys come around him. He's like, fuck, I'm fucked. She gets up and he's like, oh, you knew this was going to happen? She's like, I mean, maybe. She walks out. They take him to the yeah. back. Then he beats the fuck out of everyone involved. He Amazing. puts a cheese grater on someone's face. Oh, and, oh, and I'm going to say it. He went too fucking far. I don't yeah, care what this asshole far. did. He doesn't need to be cheese grated in the just face. Work. You know what I mean, Kevin? That guy's got a wife and kids. And it's like, this is my job. I just get yep. paid to beat people yep. up. Yep. I, I yeah. comes home and his wife's like, what happened to your face? They fucking cheese grater. Cheese yeah, grater, I got man. beat up. I got beat up. Then he sometimes goes outside. Cheese, sometimes you're the great. And they have this little moment where like. And the, like, did so when he goes to the dinner with Sator, does he does Sator know who he is at this point? Like, is this build, building in his plan? Because this was another weird point for me where I was like, I don't understand why you would know. He knows this guy's a CIA agent because he knows that because all of his guys that just got their asses whipped in the kitchen went back and were like, boss, <laughs> this, this fucking guy is next level. Like, this guy's not an art dealer and they're not friends. But then we have that weird scene where she's like, well, he makes a reference to that, though. Well, yeah, he, he was he, gonna know, kill I mean, him. he knows he's definitely letting him on the boat to, to kill him. But like, going to shove his balls in his throat, let him choke on they those. Go, they go through this weird moment where she goes, well, how am I supposed to explain to my husband how I know you? And he goes, oh, just say we met at a party one. And I'm like, this is a needless no, no. scene. We met at this specific party with all this information. That was another cool thing of like, damn. That was cool. Yeah. It, it was cool, but I was, I was like, I don't understand why they even have this. Like, why is there a pretense at all? There's no need for pretense. He knows you're a secret agent trying to kill him or, be, or do something that has nothing to do with a random, you met his wife a long time ago. It was just weird to me. That was a, that was a weird moment where I was like, it, I, I liked when they dropped the pretense when he went on the boat. And he's like, "Listen, motherfucker, I know exactly who you are. I, I'm gonna fucking cut your throat and watch you try to get your balls out of your throat." I was like, "Damn, horrifying." I, I think that the invitation to the restaurant on the Amalfi Coast, which, by the way, there's a shot where you, they pan around and you see this hotel tower, and it's like, "I stayed in that tower. That's really cool." Um, That's cool. I think that was he didn't care why he was here. He had a plan. He was gonna kill him. So it, oh, yeah, it no, didn't no, matter if that. he was CIA I, I, or I, FBI. He was just I, like, great. I, I totally he's get here that, to die. and that makes sense. Yeah. And that's cool. But I, it was just weird that they had that one scene where she was like, "I have to figure out how to explain." And I, I just wish they had written that scene a little different. Where he's like, "You don't have to worry about it." Like, there's that great moment. I, I hate to bring back uh, like a comparison to Casino Royale, but there's a great moment where he walks into the hotel with, um, uh, with Vesper. And the guy asks for his name, and he just totally drops the cover because he was like, "There's no reason to have a cover in this." Like, he know if this guy's as good as you say he is, he already knows who I am. So let's yeah. just go. Yeah, but and like, I feel like the the wife was trying to not be as involved as possible. Where yeah, but the wife also tries to, to have- kill him three times, and he never. It's just like there's no subtlety in what she's trying to do. Well, I guess she successfully kills him once, and then there was she kills the- him once. She pulls a gun on him earlier, and then she uh, tries to throw him into the water prior to that. And yeah. at this the point, boat, I'm like, man, the, the boat attempted murder <laughs> was really bizarre to me. I don't understand <laughs> how. <laughs> that- Can you imagine doing that? Do you, you do that to you do that to G or whatever, whoever your significant other is, and then the guy in front's like, "I'm gonna turn the boat around." You're like, ah. Oh, Fuck. I had a whole fucking one liner. You can't turn it around. (laughs) So like he talks him, he talks him into, uh, Hey, we're going to work together because I want to get you this plutonium 241. Right. And the guy's like, okay. 
cool so let's do this but the whole time Seder's like i'm just trying to figure out what this fucking dude's really up to right like they're both trying to figure out each other I, yeah, he whole, basically, I, I do think there's still elements of him legitimately mad that this guy is trying to fuck his wife yeah i think that's also a, a like because it's his i definitely think that was they were trying no, to I play mean, that he, up i don't necessarily think that was of importance to the grander scheme of like i think he just was like this guy's i mean yeah he's like this guy's I, fucking with me like i gotta kill him he's I, clearly not he's clearly not trying to do good for me so let's kill this motherfucker i feel like but like john david washington does a good job of, of kind of evading it which i thought was kind of cool i feel like um Seder. Oh, fuck man i'm fucking up this name real bad sator Seder. Whatever I mean, you're doing great with everything else though kevin uh i feel like he is obviously a really really fucked up human being and he actually cares for his wife so it's it's not just a possession thing it's that like he wants her love but doesn't know or understand how to have it and to see her happy with other people is upsetting, right? So no, I just got that he was yeah. a dominant asshole who just if he can't have the world, no one can. And I think that was his motivation, which was fine. I, I don't find that to be unbelievably thrilling That's motivation. That's there, and I agree with you. But like, I, I do think that. Kevin's got it because when he comes back, right, and he gets to time travel back to the moment he's going to kill himself and end the world, like he apologizes, right? When she's immediately like. Hey, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, I lost my, or whatever yeah, he says. I'm I lost my asshole. temper or whatever. I'm an asshole. I shouldn't. And, and, yeah, and, there just, is, and then they have that afternoon that he wanted that is like trying to be loving again. Yeah. Fair. I just, I just read that as like, he just would do like, he just, he'll just do whatever it takes to keep her on that boat with him. Cause he just wants, he's just a selfish prick. And like, I don't think he like, I don't know. I think it's more about possession than it was about love. To me, that's how it read. But oh, I mean, like their relationship's yeah. fucked up for sure. That's yeah. I'm not saying they're a loving relationship, but I am saying that I think the reveal at the end when he has in his mind nothing left to lose, there's nothing left to hide. Like that entire boat scene that he eventually gets killed on at the very end of the movie when he thinks he's talking to his wife from earlier in the movie is him, and it's basically Thanos after he snapped his fingers and had the hundred percent right when he's just sitting there he's like he went for his wife yeah exactly i'm going back to just sit there and watch the sunset and end the world like, but wait that's not true because he, when he went back he thought the wife had already left didn't he because maybe doesn't he come and go wait i thought yes, he went to the yes, shore already yes 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 i don't so think he, didn't, right he didn't go back to to be with his wife he went back to just be by himself and watch this fucking world explode there, there was <laughs> a line there was a line earlier that uh talked about him having the fantasy of being on the boat and everything being good. And that's what he was going to do. He was going to sit there and kind of just pretend that alone. he had his, like, that everything was good, that she loved him, that he was happy, that he wasn't about to kill his son. But also, like, that all that shit's confusing on, like, what the overall plan of the, the, the him killing himself, that was going to blow the bomb off in the city it was his heart stopping they made a point of saying well then they they introduced it by the way like in in the fourth quarter where they were like oh by the way he's got pancreatic cancer and he's got terminal illness that's why he's doing all this stuff set up like like, like, earlier when they're talking about him like if you take that job you're gonna die it was a death sentence gave him cancer oh fair enough um so i think the idea was that he was he's dying anyway and his heart's tied to this thing which they also introduced in a weird line of exposition that i didn't care for um and then but i got the thought that like we were gonna see we see the clicking well we'll get to that let's move forward i i just like really quick the the idea was it blows this chamber buries it under basically radioactive waste and then in the future the future people that want to activate it and flood the world with inverse atoms uh will be able to find it because then they know exactly what it is and like yeah, yeah that 
would force the world to go backwards and everything come undone, right? Which, by the way, I want to see. I want to see that. Like, I want to see the <laughs> the effect of yeah, all right. that shit. Yeah. When Wait, they talk so, about like, don't make contact with your past human self or whatever, but then because makes, of annihilation. Yeah, I want to see that happen. I want to see what visually uh, Nolan's watch time saw, cop, man. Just watch we, time cop. Time we saw, we saw Nolan's. We saw Nolan's version of like what the black hole is in, in Interstellar, tight. and I want to see what his version of this sort of, I, of you know atoms sort of hitting each other, inverse atoms and real time atoms atom hitting each other. But just totally cool. agree. Andy, yeah. it, like it would be whatever is the most accurate at the time, right? So there's a great because science video where they talk about antimatter touching matter, and it's like the explosion wouldn't be as big as you think because like those atoms, the the ones that touch in the beginning are all the ones that are going to explode. It's still a big explosion, but it's not like, That's cool. you know, you make all of them touch. Go ahead, Greg. Go. So then I misunderstood this because I'm a big dum-dum, as you know. Who did, – do we see in this movie someone send Sator the time capsule he opens with the yeah. gold and the lamb? Where yeah, was that? Yeah. I mean, there, that was There's a, a flashback. There's a flashback that we go to like three times, and at one point he opens it up, and there's yeah, got yeah. those thin gold bars. Yep. That are from the future that we again see at another point, and a note that is like giving him instructions on how to get more gold bars. Right, that's when he kill he kills his partner with a shovel, which so, is weird because I guess to I be guess clear, had, we yeah. don't see it. I'm asking, do we see that get sent back? I'm aware oh, that I oh, see. I'm sorry, that, no, oh, we no. don't see that. That's all future okay. people. That's from the that's yeah that's from the future yeah. and I like Oppenheimer people. The uh, okay. um, so wait, here's another dumb question. So was his heart linked to the bomb that was just going to blow up and in, in, encapsulate the thing? Because I thought it was linked to the end of the world. No, no, I think it was linked to the bomb that that encapsulates the thing. So like the end of the world thing is such a weird thing where it's like technically it doesn't explode the world or anything. It just st- makes it so the future people get the algorithm so that they can turn it on which eventually would turn everything back, back. but like that's one of those things it's like that, reverse global warming yeah but it's it's also simultaneous right just like they hide the the way he got information to the future people and got stuff from them is he would put these time capsules bury them somewhere in the future they would unbury it Put another message and money in there, and then rebury it, and but send it back through time. Right. Okay. So he would so immediately heart, unbury it. His heart exploding had nothing to do with the actual mechanism of the algorithm. Like yeah, I don't heart, think. Yeah, dies, I don't think so. It, but then why wasn't there? Why wasn't there a timer? So all they had to do was pull out the mechanism from the the right. But cave. why then? Why was there? Why was there a timer on the at the know, big I'm, explosion? I'm confused. Uh, if Dramaticness. if he was going to die that day, he knew he was going to die that day. Then like they they were gonna put it wow. in the ground that day, oh, okay, like because he it. had gotten yeah the all timers the were together. just to put it in the ground right that like, he had accomplished his mission and he was gonna go back and die. So her shooting him didn't really matter. He could have died anytime that day. It didn't really matter because the time the only thing that really mattered was the timer on that bomb. Well, right? if, right. if and whether or not died, they could get the algorithm out. If he died before they put like his team put the algorithm in the ground, that would have been bad too. Because the bomb would have gone off. Yeah, because the bomb would have gone off, and then they wouldn't be able to get in there to hide the thing. Um, when when you all question, um, this has nothing to do with the plot of the movie or anything. When where did you all watch this movie? Oh, I went to the theater. (laughs) Just kidding. I watched it right there, (laughs) right there. Uh, Like uh, purchased or rent? I bought it on Amazon. Yeah, bought it. Yeah, I bought it on Amazon. I I bought it. I bought it on the Xbox Store or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. Did you all get the IMAX scenes? Mm-hmm. 
See, I didn't. Fuck. Oh, I don't, I don't think I did. Like 75% of the movie. God damn it, dude. I, I was so sad about that. And I, I know certain streaming services offer that. And I know sometimes you rent it and you don't get the full 70 millimeter sort of experience or whatever. I need I need to go back and, and watch it through Vudu, I guess, is where, where y'all got it. Mm-hmm. Damn it, dude. Fuck. I'm Who so disappointed voodoo, by that. Because I, lo- I, lo- I mean, it's just that's an easy way to get me to love a movie is just when it switches <laughs> to yeah. switches aspect ratios. Hey Man, Thomas, you, were, you you picked up Thomas with a fury there. You grab him by the nape of the neck every time, like yeah, his mama. He likes it. Yeah. He no, I, I, no I, that's a, it's, it's. I know sexual. that's a sign of dominance. It's a sign of dominance. Yeah. 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 I don't know where uh, we're at this movie, man. Uh, I mean, we've been all over the place. We haven't gone to them, you know. Uh, John David Washington goes and investigates the art uh, warehouse in the <sighs> Pentagon. That's not the Pentagon. The Freeport, so fucking yeah. cool. Very cool. Uh, a lot of art there. That's neat. I like their little system. There's no water, obviously, not to ruin the art. So just fill up the thing with gas that would then suck out all the oxygen and kill the fire. So you I guys kept. hold your breath every time that they did. Yes. Yeah. Yes, That's Kevin. Right. <laughs> be like, Kevin oh, I tried, Kevin. Uh, yeah. I tried. <laughs> well, none of them I, I, were too I, I, long. I think I think the setup of all this was done really, really nicely because even a dumb dumb like me was able to understand all this stuff. Where a lot of this movie is sort of lost on me. This is one of the more simpler parts where it's like you can't fuck this up in explaining exactly how to get in and get out and what the details are and 10 second warning and all that shit. So I thought all of the lead up and the setup coinciding with sort of the um, the art dealer uh, telling John David Washington what the deal is and then that sort of melding with current time of him telling John uh, Robert Pattinson, yeah, 10 seconds. Like, oh, 10 seconds? Gas? Oh, shit. And I love the way Nolan sort of does those little inner, those uh, those yeah. cuts in between yeah. the like, current and past dude, Like, uh, here's the thing about, here's the thing about Nolan. Like, you can say what you will, but like, when you got Robert Pattinson and John David Washington and they're getting ready for a fucking heist and they bring yeah. in um, Himish Patel, the guy from yesterday, and I was oh like, what? God. He's in this so too? Good. So and good. then they're like, we got to break into a fucking airport government-controlled custody place where you don't pay. And first off, they're like, you have me, you don't pay taxes in this thing. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Sign me up. I'll break in. Kind of put yeah. some stuff in there. Tim, I've got this these nice WWE chairs that I think are worth $50. <laughs> Definitely. Let's get them. <laughs> let's let's get them to the three, four. You get like 300 um, I, bucks again, for each of those shares. <laughs> Again, I like I I really liked a lot of these action sequences, and when they have to crash the plane, and they're like, they they have that one moment where they're like, well, the plane's full of gold, but like we're gonna we're not gonna steal any of the gold because if we do, that'll be like that'll be worse. Let's just spread the gold out everywhere, so it's just mass pandemonium, so we can get in and out of this. I was so like, great, dope. brilliant, man, this is cool. it is so, interesting because I'm like, there's so many individually scenes like like these action moments where I'm like, man, that's weird. I don't actually care about the plot. I just want to see how these characters do this cool shit. Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of part of the joy of watching the movie for it me. Was, the line about the the not being too dramatic and then having the well 747 that's dramatic. I was like I love it. Yeah. So fucking dope. And like just such a great it I mean dude this movie like this week we found out Christopher Nolan's a huge Fast and Furious fan and I'm just yeah, like yeah. Can, can you, you see it? Can you, you fucking no, you, you, Oh yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. yeah you and like it makes so much sense that he said that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I think this whole scene is brilliant and breaking in and uh, the realization of, oh, we're not alone here and then fighting them, their future selves, which you all noticed. I didn't notice at all. I, I just thought it, it was I thought me. it was a repos bad or I thought it was Seder's bad guys from the future or whatever. Um, I thought I thought it was going to be both of them. I didn't catch that when he went through. It was the same guy because I didn't realize. I didn't know that. I thought the turnstile was just a security measure in the in, in the building Yeah, because I didn't quite understand oh, I, why and i still quite don't 
understand why there's an actual time inverting turnstile in this place where everyone like all these billionaires keep their art, but I guess it's, he just had one, one of his there. places. It's one of the places that Sador goes to. Like he takes bullets to this place and then inverts them, or like you know gets them from the inverted place to bring them into our normal time, right? This is really 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 cool. Uh, but this is the scene where you sort of where to me I thought Robert Pattinson is deep undercover and has yeah. some other intentions that we don't know about yet because it's obvious when he pulls off the mask that oh shit you just let that guy go it's someone some... i thought it was i thought he saw himself but then I thought yeah, he saw himself yeah too my, my thought i was too. like oh it's just those two people but that's cool. yeah and uh, then he meets up with what's your face again and she's like oh no that was you met one person yeah that, that was, was that was a really cool moment for me where it was like yeah. oh i'm so bad yeah, with all the I, names Sorry. i didn't the arms dealer the indian arms dealer yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that they had the technology yeah. to invert. I thought the whole movie up until this point was just going to be sort of about like these. I thought it was going to be a little bit more about the objects themselves, but it turned out the objects were just sort of like the, the gateway drug into yeah. the inversion. Because yeah. all the bullets and stuff, they tried to use that to sort of explain how the mechanics of the world work. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm kind of getting this. But I thought that was going to have a bigger play. Like, like Andy was talking about earlier, I thought they were going to be like, cool, let's take all this inverted gear and figure out really interesting, clever ways to like do these heists with it that no one would see. But it became less about that and more about the actual people going back and being and like go, moving through time differently, which was a much more heady idea. And again, the spectacle of fighting of, of a person in forward time fighting an inverted person, um, kind of awkward in some spots yeah there's, there's yeah. like and Very. it's supposed it's i know it's supposed to feel yeah. that way and it's supposed to feel disjointed and it's it's physics at odds with each other and stuff but there are some sort of weird funky movies that are like oh this isn't like as cool as i thought it should be it's still like awesome in theory but there's still some awkwardness in the movements of like when he's trying to reach for the gun and he's like yeah i don't know just some, there's some weird spots yeah um i oh, i that think cool. that I it, it. like I agree that it looks weird in moments, and it and it looks weird in both perspectives, right? Because right. because it has yeah. to, yeah, yeah. But I just think that's so cool and like so well designed, where it's like yeah. it looks weird, so that those moments that stood out as weird now, when you see it from the opposite perspective, make total sense, and it's just like oh, yeah, so sick, really cool. Yeah, but then uh, they get out. Yeah, they get out. Yeah, we've already talked about scene to death or whatever, right? So they get out, and from there, this is where he goes to the boat, right? The protagonist goes to the well. He, we already talked about him talking to the arms dealer. Then he goes to the boat to be on there uh, with her and him and the kid. And this is where they're making, you know, more inroads to it. And uh, what uh, Sater's like, this is where we need you to get this other thing for me, the plutonium. Is that what it is? He's going to yeah. go get the plutonium uh and there's more stuff this is where the boat stuff happens where they try to kill her hit, hit her he drinks vodka with sador and he's like hey like you know just fuck what i want is that you don't kill you don't retaliate against your wife or whatever he's like sure then he walks in there with a belt and puts cufflinks in it like he's gonna fucking beat her I'm like jesus christ i've worn a belt and cufflinks and i've never thought about this combination and i don't like where this is going I did want to say before the boat scene or just during that whole boat scene, I thought, man, rich people just live way different lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, I <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what this fucking sport is. And, like, I, can you imagine, like, how awkward you would be in the situation where Sato's like, yeah, do you know how to sail? I would be like, yeah, of course. And then, like, suddenly it cuts to John David Washington, like, fucking cranking Crank this it, thing. Like, I don't know what I'm like, doing ah, right sure. now, man. This is so confusing. It's just such a... 
it's one of those things that I didn't even really know this sport existed. I've seen people on sailboats, oh, but happened, what are they it, doing? There's a big thing over here, like in the bay, like a huge oh, one really? that happens like every I don't know how long. I mean, it's it's right. like it's rich, rich people, people from the from yeah. Well, they pay life. they pay people to do the races for them. Oh, they own the okay. boats. Yeah. It just seems really confusing. I was like, wow. Yeah, I someone would... died last time. It was very oh, dangerous. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit that happened was no joke in the, in the movie. God damn. Yeah. All right. So this is where the shit hits the fan, right? Where they're like, we're going to, or yeah, John David Washington's like, I'm going to recruit Kat and have her work, or he's in with Sador. We're going to have her work in on, on this too to be, open a door or whatever. I'll lie to, I won't lie to you. I start browning out around here. I definitely go in and out of consciousness throughout this and the car chase stuff. I got the broad strokes for y'all, though. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they eventually go to get the thing, and then it all goes bad, and then they get in cars, and they're driving, and then another car's driving in reverse, and they're tossing shit out the window at each other or whatever. Kevin, you go. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that I, I like the whole, like, hey, let's use Cat. And it's like, why are we going to use Cat? And it's like, oh, because Because no one's suspect her, right? You, yeah. Well, it's also you love her, you won't kill her, but, like, you also might kill her? So this ensures that you won't kill her because we need her around. I just, it was a good way to protect her, but not that great way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the, of course. This, this is, is where the, it goes, the, right? The biggest, the most confusing thing for me is why are some of the cars driving backwards? And uh, Tim, you sent me this infograph, but I haven't mm. actually taken the time to read it yet. Yeah, it's too much. It but just, there, there is an infograph on the. If you could just pull it up, Kev, just so people can see. Uh, there's this really like scroll through it. Like there's this whole explanation of the cars and how the turnstile machine works and using the, the red and blue. And these are the consistent rules of the movie that all the different scenes follow. You can check this out on the tenant uh, Reddit slash R slash tenant. Man, Christopher Nolan's getting to the point where he's going to have to hand out pamphlets to people as they're watching his movies. Yeah, as they walk in. Like, you go. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to want to read specifically the first 50 pages of this pamphlet before you watch this movie because you're going to. I think it's walk out of the movie, movie, not walk into. Yeah. The movie. Well, that's but, but that's the thing. Obviously, and like Christopher Nolan does that, right? His whole he designs these movies for people to be like, we have to we have to absolutely go online and talk and 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 you know really really uh, digest all of this information and that's like that's that's the christopher nolan experience like for this type of movie it's just not the nolan that i like i like it more a little bit more consumable as we're watching it mm -hmm. and like how, you know like i like interstellar more than this movie just because i, I just thought that was a, a lot more heart and a straight more straightforward story but it did have some nebulous ambiguous stuff as well uh, so yeah, as we were talking about earlier, this is where uh, the jig gets up, right? And Sator shoots Cat at some point with a reverse bu bullet that we know would do a lot of damage, as because we were told that. Um, <laughs> Why does it do a lot of damage, Kevin? It reverse uh, radiation is spreading through her. Ah, I, I don't really understand that. 100%. It's leaving her. It's, it's taking all the radiation out of her body. Yeah, and you need. Yeah, you have to have radiation in your body, alive. Greg. Yeah, That's every, what every has trace you. amounts of radiation. It's true. Andy's at thirteen percent right now. I think Andy, you're gonna oh, die. It's too much. Andy. Good it's or bad? Oh, it's a lot. Man. Yeah. Uh, and so then they're like, "All right, she's been shot, and she's gonna die in a matter of hours unless we go inverse her. So if we take her through the thing into the past heal. or whatever, yeah, exactly, into she'll start healing. Lane. We can do this stuff, and then we'll go through and we'll do that, and then we'll put each other in. We got to get back to where everything happens. So we're gonna get put in shipping containers, and we're gonna be shipped across the sea backwards uh, to go over there, and With then we'll a get over there. Ton of oxygen." Just and, all, yeah. and, and also when they are also when they are in the when they're having this conversation, this is where John David Washington sort of tells our paths like, 
what the fuck? You knew about this shit? And this is where he, it's sort of like starting to dawn on him more and more that our Pats knows a lot more than yeah. he's leading to believe. And he's like, I just can't say shit, dude. I Ignorance cannot. Is our ammunition. Yeah. It's cool. And so, yeah, they get back over there. They get back to the airport. They get back in time that way. And so then they we see the fight scene in reverse and whatever. And they're running around punching and doing stuff there. Uh, they then, I don't know, go through the turnstile a couple times with different wooza wazas. They're all over the fucking place. And then they're the other car on the road and shit's going across the thing. And they got the thing. But they looks like they tossed the thing. But they really tossed the thing into the back of the car. And now you got things everywhere, yeah, and people so are just like, "Man, there's lots a lot of, of things. things, lots of things, and lots of stuff." Yeah, yeah, we've got lots things a things little bit out of, of order because at the end of the like chasing the we? first time, because in the future it's all going to make sense. Yeah, no, 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 that's a joke. That's yeah, a joke. no, Continue. I know, I got Sorry. it. Bad joke. Uh, it's just um, at the end when the when uh, what's her face gets shot, cat, cat, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, when yeah, she yeah. gets shot, he then goes into the to- the inverse thing. And tries to stop it because he saw himself in the car. So yeah. this is like the first moment where it's like, yeah, you can't change things. And he's actually seeing proof because he went over there to try to change stuff. But he ends up still handing over the the, uh, the piece of the uh, algorithm. It's interesting stuff. Okay. Is this the fire truck scene? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Oh, man. So fucking cool. I just, I love the, the whole heist plan thing of like going around the car, surrounding it, and just having the whole fire truck uh, ladder go back and forth and to drill the hole and shit. All of this, this is like peak Nolan action scene. It's just so well shot. You get that overhead shot where you see the car surrounded by all the other trucks and shit. It's just fucking dope as hell. I agree with you with one exception. Like, those are the dumbest fucking cops in no. the entire world. Well, also, one of them does not react to anything, which is so weird from a direction. Like, he's getting shot at, and the cut to the guy, he's like, oh, man, I hope I get home in time for lunch. Oh, a bullet. And then he's just like, the car, like, flips but over. It we're, we're like, they, they're, like, looking and being like, oh, is there a car getting crushed between those two cars? It's very that weird. are all it's too very... close together. Why have the cops? Like, Tim, you didn't need to raise, raise good, the state. It's a good more. question, Kev. Andy, Tim, we're, te- we're technically not in the fire truck scene. We passed that a long time ago. We're okay. on the flip side of it where yeah. John David watch. And then that's where, I mean, you know, I, I think I'm the, I think I'm kind of the perfect audience for Nolan because I don't see these things always coming. And then, so when it's slowly <laughs> revealed that, Oh, this is the car that you're in the car that flipped as you got into. Oh, got it. Okay. This is where all the, the sort of dots start connecting for me. And uh, that's the stuff that just gets me going. I'm like, that's clever. I, I like that shit. It's easy to to please me as an audience member to be to have those little moments of of reveals. Um, and then yeah, the car flips or whatever. And then like Greg was saying, lots of stuff and lots of things happening. Lots of mm-hmm. things and lots of stuff happening. And that's you know the exchange of the vehicle or the uh, the orange briefcase the the sure. nuclear football. Let's call it the nuclear football. The nuclear football. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then we're into end game, right? Sador thinks his wife's dead. Uh, he thinks he's going to go back and kill himself. The arms dealer tells us this, right? That was the plan altogether to, all along to do all this and let him get all the stuff and let him get the formula and yada, yada, yada. And so now we have an army of fucking people, red and blue teams that are going to go assault the little town he came from that I was talking about earlier with the Michael Caine story. With and, uh, Quicksilver himself, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Joined did in not know until we did this. Didn't know, really? didn't know that was him. I, 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 I literally was talking to my wife about it last night. And oh. I was like, you know, the guy that looked like Aaron Taylor Johnson. And she's like, you oh, mean Aaron me. Taylor Johnson? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, that was him? <laughs> he does such him. a good job covering <laughs> up his accent. 
It's got like his, a Christian Bale accent. accent. Let, it, let it stand. Let it stand. No, his Russian it's accent. It's my accent from the Avengers movie. Oh, wow, I see. see how it's coming. Right, to be British. I like that guy. He was so fucking like. Quicksilver? Yeah, he gets a bad rap name. Do you, I no. How dare you, Greg? God. You're just now you're just trying to piss people off. Uh, chat, light Aaron Taylor drop chat. I like him and he's, everything he's better. He's so in. He's so in for like the hey, the people that go down there aren't coming back out. And it's like, oh my god, you're gonna fucking have to kill each other. And then he this then is, he's like, I'll do you, you do me. <laughs> they're like, all right, it sounds not, good. And then yeah, but then, that was that was another confusing point for me because then they get out of the end and he's like, cool, I'll see you around. I'm like, wait, I thought you guys had to fucking kill each other right now. And then he goes, we have to go bury this these things. And all three of us have to take him to the corner of the earth, just like fucking Transformers. What? And we have to bury these things. Transformer. But- We're not Transformers, sorry, like Wonder Woman, where we have to like, okay, you get a part of this, you get a part of this, you get a part You're of this mother, the mother box. box. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Robert Pattinson's like, actually, I'm just going to give you my piece of the algorithm. And Aaron Taylor Johns is like, all right, cool. Ignorance <laughs> is the ammunition of these people. You know what I mean? Like they, they have to not know what's going forward so that they can make the decisions on the spot. But anyway, when they're when they're talking about this whole fight and they're like, yeah, the army that we're going to be fighting will be full of normal people. It'll be full of inverted people. And all of this stuff is just like. Just visual diarrhea to me, because I don't know what's happening. I agree. I didn't like this scene yeah. at all. I, I, I thought that like first off, they, like it was a cool concept when they were explaining it. But the way that the way everything was edited and the way like there was like they they clearly were like we got to put some indication of who's who in this, but midway through I was like I don't know what's happening. They, and but they I didn't care. I thought that was the weirdest thing to me is like the, uh, no, they put no red bands on at, some people and blue they, bands on some people, and I don't remember seeing any enemies. That was at, the theme my, at throughout no the point movie. did I. It was the theme, but it's like at no point did that help me distinguish who's on what side. Who the hell's people moving yeah. backwards is what helped me distinguish who's on what yeah. side. And I feel like there were so few moments that on first watch, and I do want to go back and like see cool breakdowns of this shit because I think it's easy to get distracted by, oh, it's just a bunch of explosions backwards. There's a lot more going on, but I need it to be broken down for me because the scene where they like rocket launch at that building yep. and it breaks in a certain way, that's cool as shit. But I want more of that throughout this whole thing and i bet that there's a ton of little moments like looking around that aren't just explosions backwards it really just feels like they are fighting it like an invisible enemy that i don't even know is around um and it really does remind me of sort of the end of of inception in the snow level where a lot of it is just it's action because we want to have an action set piece here and we don't really know what we're trying to get by to the audience but we need to get to the final plot point we Mm -hmm. But plot, we can't plot, just get plot, we plot, can't plot. just get you there. We gotta have like a cool action scene with guns and stuff. It's just kind of like it was just very much noise. let's just throw this in there. Yeah, it's just very noisy. And yeah, I'm with I, you on I that wasn't one. A huge fan of it. That was a weird thing too because I think halfway through I was like, wait, who are they shooting at? And where are the enemy? Because I don't. I mean, I'm sure if we went back and watched it, you could see multiple instances of it. But it, it all felt so visually overwhelming that I, yeah. I I I was like, I swear to God, these people are just shooting at buildings. I don't know if there's anyone in these buildings. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 show, have, they show a guy in a building shoot a rocket at them, and right. then it like comes backwards or whatever. There uh, is a, a lot, lot of it just a, made no sense to me. There is a great visual moment, though, where like somebody gets sucked back into like a building. Like she, yeah. They're trying to get out of the building, and the yeah. things yeah. around her, it's like horrifying. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole point is just to get John David Washington and Aaron Taylor Johnson into the thing. Which, but at the right time. At the right time, yeah. which they kind of like. Even, even that moment was like, okay, we're going to do this thing. Okay, blow it. 
okay, now go. I was like, well, we should have gone two seconds ago. You guys, this is the timing was a little off on this, but they get him down to the thing, and then and then the the horn starts honking. And yeah, I was and like, you're just oh, like, oh, that's got to be Neil. Yeah, so, someone's yeah. fucked with time. They're trying to change some shit, but they can't hear it. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, they get down there, like you said, the horn was honking. It's Neil from the future past whatever where he had seen them setting the booby <laughs> Greg, trap and so he was trying went, to like, stop them <laughs> I, I i like what a day to have like a migraine <laughs> and then he runs Sorry. down there and trips the wire boom 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 uh they get down there there's the door it's the hodgepodge now of things we've talked about meanwhile there's the second plane of action which i do feel we've talked to death of him back on the boat with his wife but it's not the right wife he doesn't realize it's both of them from their timeline but they think he thinks he's with the wife from the past timeline um He's talking she to Sato through the radio. <laughs> the entire time they're having this weird conversation, which which is a very long scene. Obviously, it's it's the comics movie. She's like waxing and dropping things. Like she's like, oh, I spilled some sunscreen over there. And also I've taken these things off of this. And clearly I'm plotting to murder you and slide you He wasn't there. He wasn't there when, he, when those things opened up. He he was when, when, once we did that, though. The entire time, I was just like, so what's her plan? Okay, she's taking these things off. She's clearly making this real slippery. I was like, is she going to just slide him off the boat? There's no way she's going to fucking slide him off the boat. And then she slides him off the boat. And I was like, Nolan, (laughs) you motherfucker. I just wish it didn't. There's a couple moments in this movie that looked stupid. Like one of them. Oh, I loved how this looked. The crawling back, the sliding. And then there was a moment where someone steps on a rock that is reverse exploding. And it like flips them over, and it's just like that. Like I get it; like, it was supposed to be a visual cool thing, but that just looks silly. It looks silly, yeah. It looks weird sometimes, but yeah. I mean, that makes sense for the whole part of her undoing the the chains uh, for the barrier to slide him underneath or whatever. Because we we see her undoing the chains, and you're wondering like, why is she doing this? And then it all sort of makes sense. But also the anal retentive part of me, if, if like that were my boat, I'd walk up and be like, why are those things undone? <laughs> like, what the hell <laughs> happened over there? Who, who undid this? Am I going to get slid off this thing after a bullet goes somewhere? Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she slides his fucking body off after she shoots him in the throat too early. Of course, he talks shit to them down in the hole because he thought he already won. Uh, she, she jumps off in time for past her to see her jump off, but not for past her to see her and the other guy drag the fucking corpse away, which I thought was dope <laughs> as hell. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming they hid this body, right? So people in the future are like, we don't know what the hell happened to him. Well, yeah. he's alive in that timeline, so it's just a, yeah, there's a double body. It'd be like if I killed past you... Or right. if I could future you right now, right now, nobody would be looking for you. She Good should point. put his, she should put his balls in his throat. Jesus Christ. I, I was waiting for it. I was a little upset. He died. A lot. She said she won. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, down there, all the stuff we said happened, happens. Patents in, pops up, takes the bullet for uh, John David Washington. They get, he picks the locks, though, so he can get in there. They start dragging the thing out, but the thing starts exploding. But then Pattinson's up there in the Jeep, and he drives away, dragging the thing and dragging them. And they fall, they almost get sucked in again, which is really tense. And then uh, they get away with it, and then they talk about it. And then uh, we have the conversation of, yeah, you know, this is the end of a beautiful friendship. Uh, Pattinson goes back to die. Uh, Real quick. He says it's the end, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he says it's the end for me. It's the start for you. But the beginning of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. For you. Um, I like the overall consistency with characters where Pattinson like multiple times was talking about how he's good at lock picking. And at the end it's like, well, I'm the only one good enough to lock pick this out. Must've been me. Um, yeah. And also wasn't, wasn't John David Washington, the one that locked picked the beginning, like all the doors though. No, he broke, he broke thing? his when he was doing it. Remember? So he, like oh. he was clumsy. Like, uh, yeah. what's his face went through and just knocked him out. Oh. Uh, also the, the dude that's putting the, like trying to get the bomb down 
is the only guy that beats the shit out of uh, the protagonist. Like earlier, he oh, yeah, like when he's guy. watching with the brick, yeah, the the gold brick gets like like that dude they got caught stolen. The gold oh right, brick. yeah. When when he was sort of eavesdropping on the on that little yeah uh, conversation, it's cool. Uh, and so yeah, then like we said, you know, it's emotional and passing goes away. And then uh, he'd given Cat the phone, and so Cat's walking the kid to school and sees the car over there, and like that doesn't look right. And then you know, John Davis he gets in the back, the protagonist gets in. How did you know? He shoots the other guy, and he, he talks to the arms dealer and plays the message that she's recording right now. Shoots her, and then they walk away into the sunset. He's not just the protagonist. He's not just another protagonist. He is the leader of Tenant. He's, you know, building the organization because the people he has in his organization, he sent back to work with him and teach him the organization. Tenet. Wow. Fucking love this movie. Hit me, Andy. Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. Damn, I should have done all this backwards. It would have been way cooler. Haikus don't need that. Haiku in review. George Tanga. Right, right <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like you can with your reviews in haiku form. Like Missy's Work It, Nolan made a film, then flipped it and reversed it. Oh, wow. That's really good. Yeah. That's really yeah. damn good. <laughs> Why is Randy, so smart? Randy Stack says visuals are stunning, plots incomprehensible, action cool, but weird. Not, not so much that yeah. kid. He's not a smart. Eagles fan <laughs> Jordan says. Time travel is weird. Cheese grater to the damn face. Oof. Movie was not great. Grant Burton says it's about time. I wish it was that simple. Oh, look. It's Batman. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Andrew Feister says a bridge to before. Fold my hands and say tenant. Bridge to the future. And then finally, Salty Bob writes in and says, what if I told you this haiku is that's good that's good somebody on twitter play that back reverse that i want to see if tim nailed it dude i have a whiteboard right here that i've been practicing with it written down how i'm actually supposed to say it that's amazing you're not just reading it you're supposed to reverse it doesn't matter I would love yeah. it if you pan the camera over and it was just <laughs> eating a sandwich. <laughs> uh, little Ray, uh, what do we do for this one? This is uh, the very young boy. Was one of them? I think. Well, I was the yeah, no, I yeah, Go we. Greg, do something. Well, I don't know. That's a question. Does anybody remember? Because it might be that I moved over to my uh, my uh, laptop at one point, but I only have two people ranked mm. on the Ragu Baggy. Is that right? Did we not do other people for the other ones? Right now we have number one, Lenny one. and Mementos. Number two, <laughs> mementos. And oh, no, we two, just did the, the protagonist. Yeah, we, we, we just did protagonist. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, this is but even then, why, we did way more than two movies. Let me go with my laptop. There's the young man, for sure. Young man. I think, why, why that, do I remember me doing this? I thought I did I think this. you might That's kind of wild, because this is kind of wild that we we were ranking the protagonist, and that's the name of his fucking character. Oh, oh so oh, number oh, one, oh. right? Andy, did you come from the future to wow. tell me back when we decided this? Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Ragu Gugu. I, I have Ragu Gugu, but I only have one. The young boy. <laughs> That's how I. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Ragu Gugu. Hold on. Oh, I got. I got to have the full list. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, right here. Ragu. 
What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Good Guys, I guess. Uh, right now, we've got number one, all right, all right, all right, from Interstellar. Number two, Batman and Wolverine from The Prestige. Number three, Cobb Salad from Inception. Number four, Lenny from Memento. Number five, Hua from Insomnia. Number six, the just incredibly, incredibly young boy from Following. And then number seven, Watermelon Sugar from Dunkirk. Which Watermelon I Sugar, where do we want We're to put such assholes? Uh, where do we want to put the protagonists on this list of, of good guys in the so, uh, Nolan universe? Can you say the top three again? Uh, uh, Matthew, all right, all right, all right, from Interstellar, Batman and Wolverine from Prestige, and Cobb Salad from Inception. Mm. Four. Four? I say number three. I'd say four. I'm putting, I'm putting four. I'd put it number putting two, but sounds like a. I don't know why. I just think of the scene where he's talking to the arms dealer and. She's telling him about the whole um, algorithm that was done in the future and spread apart or whatever. And there was just so many lines there that were just really badly delivered. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd rank him a little lower on the list from that. I think he just got poorly directed in a couple of these scenes. And also just there's not much to this protagonist. Like he doesn't really have too much of a story arc. I think the the focus of this movie is more on the mechanics of the inversion than it is in, in, in telling anyone's real stories. So for me, I think like he's a good vehicle for that, but there was some, some stuff lacking that I wish, and I think I wish it just had a little bit more depth to the characters in general across the board. So now it's time to rank the Nolan movies. Can you please bring up the rankings? Currently Aww. at number one, we have the dark Knight. Number two, we have interstellar. Number three, we have inception. Number four, Batman begins. Number five, the prestige. Number six, the dark Knight rises. Number seven, memento. Number eight, Dunkirk. Number nine, following number ten, insomnia. What was that? Was that a low energy bane. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> that Bane's was my, migraine. That was bane migraine. Yeah. I want to start this off. I think that uh, this is a better movie than Interstellar, but I think it's nowhere close to Inception or Batman Begins. So with that, I would put it at number five. I love the Prestige, but I do think that. This movie, again, it does a lot really, really well. And I think that when we look at things like Interstellar, I hated the end of it. I hate that Love's the answer and all that stuff. I feel like I was satisfied with the end of this. Yeah, uh, you're a machine. You're just a and, content-making machine, Tim Geddes. And, and I enjoy the, the more Inception-style storytelling. And I love that this feels like a spiritual successor to it, not a sequel. But it's in the same vein of, like, let's mm-hmm. come up with a really cool mechanic, use it in this world. And I think they use it, for the most part, very well. I wish they took it a little further uh, in, in a lot of ways. But I think the choreography of this movie is unmatched. I think as a spy movie, this is cool as shit. I love Mission Impossible. I love James Bond. And this feels like it did that stuff extremely well. So I'll put it at number five. I'll go second. Um, I agree with a lot of what Tim is saying. However, I just didn't care much about the characters in this movie because I think you are so focused on the 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 mechanics behind everything, and I think this goes below the prestige because I think I just cared about those characters more. I cared about what was going to happen to them more, and by the end of this, I was just watching the end credits trying to think about the future self and the past self as opposed to the actual people that I'm supposed to care about on screen. And I I think it's obviously a really impressive movie to come up with and concept, just like Inception was. But I I still think The Prestige is an overall uh, a better movie and just easily more easily digestible, I would say. I put this in number six. 
I agree uh, with Tim Tam Gettys. Put it at number five below Batman Begins, above the Prestige. Obviously, Kevin. I'm a lot hotter on this movie than anyone else is. I legitimately love the like when I was done. It's one of those things that like ugh, th- this like I wish we could have walked out of theater and just talked for an hour and a half because mm-hmm. like that's what this movie was made for. I I loved it. I thought it was so good. I I would put it and like I know that. It's not going to get here, but like I think it's better than Interstellar. I would put it as number two in our list. Mm. Yeah, it's going to make it a little lower for me. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I want it above or below Prestige right now, but I'll put it above Prestige just from the the sheer ambitiousness of this movie and trying to follow all these things from a writing standpoint. I give them kudos for that. But again, kind of echoing my earlier statement, like there really are two types of Nolan movies for me. There's a little bit more straightforward character study movie that have these elements. And then there's like the Inception style movies where they are designed for you to walk out and be like, fucking fire up the Reddit app. I got to have, <laughs> I got to see the theories on this. I got to see the maps. I got to see the whiteboards. I got to see all these things. And like, I guess I've just come to the conclusion, like I don't vibe with those quite as much as I vibe with the interstellars that are a little bit more about the characters. So I'm with Andy on this one where it would rank a little bit lower. I'd probably put it, um, I'll put it above the prestige. So who thinks it's better than Dark Knight Rises? Raise your hand. All of us. Who thinks it's better than the prestige? Raise your hand. And there we go. It is now the new number five. So number one, the Dark Knight. Number two, Interstellar. Number three, Inception. Number four, Batman Begins. Number five, Tenet. Number six, The Prestige. Number seven, The Dark Knight Rises. Number eight, Memento. Number nine, Dunkirk. Number ten, Following. And number eleven, Insomnia. Goddamn, Christopher Nolan. You make some awesome movies, and I very much appreciate the fact that you make movies if you're ever going to watch this. I hope that you do one day. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, this was our last in review for 2020. We will return next year, uh, the first week of January, first couple weeks of January. We will be doing Cobra Kai Season 1 and 2 as one episode. We'll be doing Cobra Kai Season 3 as one episode, and also Wonder Woman 1984. It's happening. We are returning to the DCEU, everybody. Till next time. I choose to believe that Max grows up to be Neil. Me too. Yeah. I can't wait till Neil's Batman. <laughs> <laughs>